What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Autumn means action at Borgata Casino Online, and new customers can sign up to receive a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 plus $20 in casino bonus with bonus code NJPABORGATA. Enjoy the exclusive games that MGM's Borgata in Atlantic City is famous for. And take your shot at the region's largest progressive jackpot, growing bigger by the minute. Download the app today and get a 100% deposit match and $20 in casino bonus with bonus code NJPABORGATA. Borgata Online and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BorgataOnline.com for T's and C's. 21 plus to wager. New Jersey and Pennsylvania only. New customers only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit slash bonus bets unless otherwise provided in the applicable terms. Rewards subject to expiree. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they, 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 they tried They haven't a race to see who could. This is like Family Feud. Who hits the buzzer first? Wait a minute. What is that? I, I, I was there, like reading something, and Tia still was on a delay. Hey, everybody. Mm-hmm. How no, you I doing? Wasn't. Well, hey, everyone. So far, you want Tia, your moment has passed. Let's know. This is this is not take two. We don't do a take two. We say hello, everybody. You know, say, say, say hello. Say hello. Say hello. Say hello. Guys, I've, been a consult- I've been a consultant on this show for 50 years, and I can't have an opening. For 50 years? Okay. And I've been yeah. here 400. Um, okay. So, wow, you look great for your age. You look real great for your age. You know, black, you know, black don't crack. <laughs> you know, when you know, when you well moisturize, when you not well moisturized and you preserve yourself, I know he ain't talking. Um, you know, and live a healthy life. You too can look this good let's, at a hundred. Let's get this. Let's get this introduction again. Hey, everyone! Hi, everybody. So party, December third, two thousand twenty-three. All right. Okay. Wait a minute. Stop. Okay. Here's the deal. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Soul Party Four One One. I'm Candice, along with Tia, Carrie, Daphne, Jay, and everybody else on on the call. You guys are now in December. Kim, Not hey, everybody Kim. else. Well, everybody, everybody's accounted for. It's like the Avengers. Avengers assemble, okay? Y'all remember oh, where y'all was at for that. Okay, so it's now December. Welcome to December, It'll be January, everybody. By the time this opening is done. By my birthday, too. So here's the thing. We got a couple of announcements real quick. Stay tuned for the best and worst for Soul Party 411 at the end of this month. We'll, we'll talk to you guys about that. The nomination process has started. We're going to be getting that out for the Soul Park for One One Awards. Next week, and I just realized this, next Friday is the Daytime Emmys. What the hell? What the hell? Right? Okay. We got, it's a lot going on. But all we know is you guys are here with us tonight to talk about what else? So there were some highs. There were some lows. There were some blows. I guess there oh. were some blows. I don't know. Oh. Uh, we're still talking about soaps. Yeah, we're still talking about folks and sports. 
Yeah, our team blows. You sure heard about that? Our team blows. Well, you know, we can't win them. Um, Real quick, uh, we want to send our thoughts and prayers out. This is not a deaf thing to Michael B. Jordan and Courtney Hope. If you follow them, you know that Michael B. Jordan was involved in a car accident. He did crash his car last night. And about a couple of minutes ago, it was just revealed on Courtney Hope's Instagram that she also was involved in an accident. Both are fine. Both are fine. But we just wanted to say, you know, be safe out there, you guys, because it is the holiday season. People are crazy driving all year round. But, you know, we just want to let you guys know that, too. And like I said, Daytime Emmys is next Friday, live on CBS from 9 to 11, West Coast. You're going to have a delay. And right after the final award is given, it's the annual tradition. It's a little late this year, but that's okay. So party for one after the Emmys. So there you go. All righty. We got some stuff to talk about. Brass tacks. Where are we starting at? First, we're going to give the number, and then where we're going at. Yeah. Yeah, clearly I'm allowed to give out this. Yeah, I'm going to do this. We're going to L.A., but i got to give the number since I can't open the show when I've been here for 50 years. But let me check this. Let me go ahead and say the bold, guys, for you, for USA. Guys, 605-562-0444. Alternative number, if you from PA and USA, too, it's 717-734-6904. If you are Canada, you are 867-292-3066. If you reside in the other country and you are just listening to us, please hit us up in the chat and say, hey, my, I live in this country. I live in New Zealand. I don't care for them, these foolish we numbers. We can't pay for your bills. That's we what we're trying to say. <laughs> we're, we're just trying to say, if you're out of the country, call the right numbers because we, we're really broke. We're broke. It's the holiday season. We're broke. So we're going to head over to L.A. We do not know the, the, the uh, order of this show. We never really do. Just follow us on in the X site, not the Twitter site, the X site. So hit us Twitter. up on the X site. And Twitter. Then we're, oh, okay. <laughs> the X site, and we'll give you updated mm-hmm. on the chat room. Or just like Twitter. that, and we'll keep updated. But we are starting in L.A. where Carrie has what a great recap. And also, can we mention what happened two weeks ago? Because we were also out two weeks ago. So it was some great stuff that happened in, as well. But... Go Feel free, and I beg of your patience for this very lengthy recap I'm about to do. Hope and Deacon traded barbs about their significant others. Meanwhile, Eric is still having a health crisis that almost next to nobody knows, but actually a lot of people do know about it. And apparently, which I didn't watch, uh, full disclosure, he collapsed on Friday, so we'll get the reaction. That's it. Sorry okay. to take so much okay. of your time. I would add to that, you know, just to add to that, because we were out two weeks, and I do think the audience do deserve to know our Zenday reaction, the reason why, because it's going to add on to something Mr. Ridge Forster said this past week, which is, Carter, you know what? You deserve to know the truth because you are family. That's what he actually really said out of his mouth. So would you want to talk, Carrie, did you have Well, yeah, and and we say two weeks, but in L.A., as we know, uh, like five days for us could be like literally a one day. So this conversation actually happened either the day of or maybe a day or two at the most. And, yeah, yeah, let's rewind back to the fact that Zenday, of course, is feeling a certain type of way, which rightfully so. And even RJ, you know, Dim RJ was like, oh, you know, we need to tell him. And Ridge fixed his mouth to say, well, you know, i got to keep Dad's secret. Not everybody's supposed to know. Only for a day or two later in L.A. to to find out that, oh, Carter is family and he can know? What kind of nonsense is that? Either, and, 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 I mean, and this dude was adopted. He's a grandchild. So 
I'm here for our uh, uh, Zende to wreck shop because he doesn't know, you know, he thinks he's getting passed over for the second time, which I'm totally in his camp. He thinks he got passed over for hope for the future now this, so I'm okay with Zende, you know, going full throttle at RJ, and he basically told Ridge, oh, it's all about you and your kids, you know, the favorites, which is true. How do you mm-hmm. even dispute that? So, um, we'll, we'll, uh, I, yeah, we'll stay here before we dip our toe into the others. Um, Candice, um, you want to go over Zende's reaction last week and then tie it into Ridge one day. Zende can't know Nakata's family. Yeah, I guess you are family when you screw my father's wife and, you know, you keep your well, job. I was say, okay, so I'm going to help some people out because I, I did see this debate. This would have worked if somebody was brought back to Candace, and that's Marcus. For those who do not know, Marcus and Carter are brothers. Marcus is Donna's son who was adopted by Eric. That's the only thing I want to say about that. Because, it, again, if you had that character, you know, some of the bit. Other than that, Zenday, my. Because I applaud it. I was like, tell him. I wish he would have said, you guys aren't even true forces. You're Maronis. That's what I wanted him to say. I felt like it was coming, too. I applauded that because, let's be honest. This has been a thing since the time the show started. Ridge has always been the favorite, and his children has been higher arc on, on you know. I appreciate, I was okay with Zenday saying that, and yes, this is Zenday's time. Bold writers, listen up. You have something. We saw, we finally, I think everybody finally saw it, is that you can't keep passing Zenday over. Again, then they should have been in RJ's spot as far as designing stuff. He got passed over with that. The fact that Carter knows and not Zenday passed over. But with all of the, I was like, because I didn't expect it. I didn't expect Zenday to say that. I was, I was like, okay, he's just going to be in the background, you know. But when he stepped up to the plate and are we also going to talk about when he saw um, Luna and RJ? Yeah, That's you can tie that, in. Go ahead, tie that okay. in. Tie that in. Okay, so when he saw Luna and that, like, they're talking about, I'm t- bold, don't up this up because I see something here. He is going after RJ. I'm here for the rival. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. But, Zenny, I knew you had it in you. I knew you had it. Where's Tony and Kristen at? I knew you had it in you. Good question. Don't let me down. Don't let me down, Zenda. Don't let me down. Um, yeah, I think. So, you are you are you okay with him? I mean, clearly, he seems like he wants to make a play for Luna. You okay with this? Yes. Yeah, I am too. I'm fine. Because it gives. Oh. Because all right, I feel as though, and I, I'm going to be honest. With RJ and Luna, I'm getting what was what was Homegirl's name again? Um, uh, Coco, Sally's sister. Yes, Coco. Coco thank you. Quick. You know, you know, you know. I was gonna say somebody. I was gonna say something else. I couldn't. Even, I was gonna say Chanel, Charlie. I don't know. It was giving me those vibes. Plus, I feel as though, like another show, you have this character on. You don't really know which direction to take RJ. Is he supposed to be, again, the neutral because he's the connector to both sides? You know, like, he's Steffi's brother. He's also Hope's brother. 
is he supposed to be like you you kind of forgot that he wasn't going to be a designer you just kind of forced that on on us when you could have had zenday and then there's the relationship stuff it's like okay you just met this girl you fast rj you're fast but i don't feel anything towards dumb and I feel as though the only relationship that I did feel something for was with Coco because they took their time. With Luna, I feel as though I want to see I want to see her off of the island, as I always call these, you know, storyline. I want to see with Zenday and her. I want to see how Zenday and her operate. So I'm here for it. Oh, and did we have we been here? And someone can correct me. Have we been here since uh, Dollar Bill ran into Poppy? Have we already discussed that? No. Nope. You can, all I'm going to say is for, for the love of God, Bold, don't give him another illegitimate child we don't need. I know it looks like that, but I hope it's just that he visited him or her because she was a call girl. We do not need to find out that Luna is another long lost child. Mm-mm, no. Go ahead. Okay, this is giving me when we thought Liam was Thorne's kid. Y'all remember that back in the day when we thought it was just like it was crazy. I look, Bill has been around and back. Okay, I mean, if you saw him outside of your house, when you wanted to climb that, I'm just saying. Well, so, yeah, but that's a topic for another day. I, I mean, actually, is it really? I mean. If you saw him outside your house right now, you wouldn't be on the phone. You wouldn't be on the phone. (laughs) You wouldn't be watching football. So I will be calling 911. Yeah. You're outside the door. You could call 911 if you saw Dollar Bill outside. So are you for him? Are you for him? So I'll just ask you, Candace, are you for her being the the daughter or no? No, but I want to see. I'm actually, you know what? I'm kind of interested in this whole story. I don't know what it is because, again, I mean, I okay, I'm I'm at the point where I'm at a point where it's like, okay, it would be interesting to see how Dollar Bill handles a daughter. Please, I would be interested Please. in. How He'd be a hypocrite. He wouldn't want anybody to treat his daughter the way he's been treating women. I can bingo, tell you that much. Bingo, and that's why I kind of want it when he has a daughter because he has all boys. He has all mm. boys. So it's sort of like, you know, when you, well, obviously, Don Diamond, you understand because you got seven boys of your own. But it's like now you're going to have a daughter. So it's sort of all the guys that you, that you know, you're going to see that, like, if she's dating somebody, he's going to probably see a little bit of him. And like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, no, you're not going to date this. But, Dad, look what you did with Brooke and with Katie and with Stacy And now that I'm here for that. I'm, actually, you know what? I'm here for making her being his daughter. <laughs> just for the, just for the fun of it. I don't know. But hey, yeah. Oh, he's gonna have a tour. Uh, ah! Kim, hi Kim. Hi Mary. Hi everyone. Zenday, Zenday's oh. reaction, Luna, RJ, and I guess you know Luna yeah, possibly Kevin being Miller. Spencer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, okay, yeah, Team Zunday all the way. I'm here for him taking everyone down. This is insane. Taking Luna, whatever she has planned, I'm here for it because this is just a shame. And, I mean, when Ridge had the nerve 
he just so easily told Carter. I was like, wait a second, what is happening? Your family, this family, that, but so is Zunday. I'm confused. Eric is Zunday's grandfather, so I'm confused. This is so stupid to me. And then on top of that, then they had a the family meeting or whatever in the office about the party and everything. Zunday should have been included. This is just ludicrous. I, I hate it. I just hate it anyway, regardless. It's ridiculous. But this is just so stupid. So Monday, please take them all down. I don't care. It's foolish. So whatever he does, I'm here for it. Now with Bill, I, I actually am okay with if, if if Luna is his daughter, only because that'll make some kind of sense or whatever. I guess with Lee just hating the the air that Poppy breathes. So I just I don't know. And if she continue if she does something, I don't know. Then that'll be justified with Lee hating her so much. I don't know. But whatever it is, I think it'll be juicy and I'm here for it. I don't know. I kind of feel that Poppy knows but doesn't remember I don't know. I don't really know, but clearly her and Bill has crossed paths a few times. So that'll be interesting. Um, to see, and I think they said that Luna doesn't know her father. I think that's what Lee said. I think Lee said she doesn't know who her father was. So I think that was kind of a little innuendo too of what's to come. But how, how they why they tied it in with Bill. So I'm thinking that could be possible. And actually, I'm here for it. To see more of Dollar Bill on my screen. Let's go. I'm 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 hit the ground running. I'm here for it. So. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, this whole Sunday stuff, oh, y'all, that just ticked me off. I just wanted to punch the screen, punch Carter in the face. I just, I don't know. I just, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, the, the, the dialogue and the inconsistencies. Like, did, did they understand how that sounds when a day ago you were like, oh, Sunday don't need to know. Uh, Daphne, hi. Hello, everybody. I think I sound better this week than I did two weeks ago. At least I hope I do. Um, so first of all, let me just, let me just say, I enjoy, I think I'm going to enjoy the Zen day. I want Zen, see, I'm all about wrecking ball. I'm all about people coming in and wrecking stuff up and there's consequences, consequences with the cue, um, you know, and all of this stuff. Now, Kim, you said you wanted to pull, you wanted to punch Carter. I wanted to punch Ridge because <laughs> yeah. and I wanted to punch him hard because I'm sitting here going, okay, you over here, the first thing you do is you go tell Steffi and Thomas. Then you say, well, no, now I got to honor my father's words. Then you say, well, no, we can't tell Zenday because I got to utter my father's words. But then you go over here and you say, a Carter, you just like family, um, and you are family, so I'm going to tell you, da 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 Now, I understand that Carter is poking around. Carter is wondering why is Ridge saying that Eric won when Eric didn't win. So I get that. But still... I don't understand why Ridge is not telling Zenday. And I'm loving the creepy look that Zenday has got. Tim, we got to keep an eye on Zenday because he yeah. might be uh, one of our first members for the DM for 2024. Okay. So we got to keep, keep a little lookout for him because I am loving it. I'm actually yeah. loving the scared look on RJ's face 
because RJ kind of figured out something ain't going to go right with this. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that part. Um, and then when Ridge gets in his high and mighty, how could you do that to your to your cousin? And I want to say, well, you could have told me that that my grandfather was dying. You you mean to tell me that Steffi and Thomas and RJ gets to got to spend extra time with him? You denied me having to spend extra time, and I, I wanted to be a scene where you have that whole room of people, and he go. Um, well, Donna, I knew you probably knew. Katie, you knew. Brooke, you knew. You know, and just go down the line and say all these people knew except for the core family. Because you got to remember, Thorne and the rest of these people don't know either. Of course, they claim, well, we couldn't reach nobody. So I want to, you know, so are they texting them? Are they calling them more than one time? You mean to tell me if you leave a message on somebody's voicemail, hey, this is a family emergency, you need to call home, nobody's returning the phone calls, so I'm loving that. So now let me talk about Dollar Bill. I think I'm going to like Dollar Bill and Penelope because I need for Penelope to be the tail bite. I need for when she meets Ridge, Ridge goes, oh, you know, you kind of look familiar too. I need for Eric to say, uh, <laughs> in between the calls, you look familiar, too. Um, I need for... <laughs> of course, well. <laughs> I don't need the dollar bill to have another children. I need for more... Because to me, I'm not going to still get it if Lee finds out the dollar bill. What's that in her business? She ain't got no business to be going, wah, wah, wah. You got an illegitimate child. This is 2023. Nobody calls illegitimate children anymore. So, you know, I, I guess depending on what, you know, where you're from or your country, but I, I need for this to be Jack's kid. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't need, because see, to me, I'm looking for long-term payoff. Dollar mm-hmm. Bill having a daughter, oh, yeah, that's going to be fine and dandy for a couple of weeks. We may get a bounce back every once in a while. I need carnage. I need for there to be wrecking ball. I need to, for, for me to finally go, well, doggone it, now I see why Lee is screeching to the high heels about her sister. And did she know that that um that this that this child was was her was her husband? Considering that Lee supposedly can't have a kid, and how is Stan going to take this? Instead of being your cousin, that's your sister, you know. So this could be to me, if Brad writes this well, this could be really really pretty potentially good with a long term payoff. Um, Jay's not here, right? Is he? He's on. Oh, Jay, you're on because it didn't show the show that he's here. Hi, Jay. So, uh, I'm going to start with Bill and Lee. Not Bill and Lee. Bill and Poppy and the potential. I think out of everything, this offends me the most because we don't need to bring on another child of Bill Spencer. We have one. His name is Wyatt. And he's here. And and the actor was available. Mm -hmm. Instead of focusing on, you know, building up the male set on this show, and, and potentially had a you know D C and D story with characters that we care about. They fire Darren Brooks and take him out of credits, and uh, potentially now we don't know yet. Potentially Luna's father is Bill Spencer, making her core to the show. I think it's preposterous. I think it's bullshit. I think that 
damn Brooke has so much storyline mm-hmm. potential. I think a, a Wyatt versus uh, Liam storyline is needed on this show. They have been kumbaya for the past several years. Uh, I think that there's so much more you can do with Christian publications as far as their business storyline. Um, I think that with Bill not being on the show, um, uh, Don D might not be on the show. I mean, he could, you know, take a back seat to, you know, Spencer Publications and choose one of them to take over for him while he, you know, retires or whatever. Whatever they could do with, you know, Spencer Publications, they could definitely do it and could focus on why why has no children on the show. Like, we could have really invested in Wyatt's character, but instead, where he's been, fi- the actor's been fired. So, I want to wait and see what happens with the storyline, but if Luna is Bill's son, I want to take huge issue with that because it's just totally unnecessary. Um, I am team Tim. I am team Zenday when it comes to the storyline. I think that it's offensive, especially um, to let let Carter know, but not Zenday, as if he's untrustworthy. I think mm. there is some undertones here that can be explored if. Bradley Bell wanted to. The fact that Zenday made me feel like an outsider because of other reasons that you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, they if, if that's where they're going, then, you know, that could be a very important storyline to, to discuss adoption and race and stuff like that and how it may not be flat-out racism, but it could be unconscious biasness to Zenday, and they don't realize they're doing it. So that could be a strong mm-hmm. storyline to, to discuss, but unfortunately, it's, it's it's leading more so to me that they're about to make it a freaking love triangle between Luna, Zenday, and uh, uh, RJ, which to me is also unnecessary. I'm sorry, um, um, I am so sick of characters getting you know inserted in storylines that is not necessary. I think that Luna and RJ are are, are, are adorable, but. I don't think that Luna and Zenday work to me. You know, this, this is the same Zenday who was with Nicole for several years. And I think that if you're going to give Zenday a leading lady, I mean, I'm sorry, it's just not Luna for me. Especially when we have no idea who this girl is. I think it's happening too fast. And if they're going to go to the other route of Zenday being menacing and scheming and, you know, trying to destroy RJ... I would rather be a Zenday versus Thomas storyline instead because they work for hope for the future together. And if Zenday feels, you know, like he's being shafted, I would have rather been Thomas versus Zenday instead of RJ versus Zenday. RJ's a kid. I mean, I just think this is just so disjointed. I think that they're not pairing up the rivalries right. I think the rivalry should be Zenday versus Thomas, not Zenday versus RJ. We all know that RJ is that Zenday's more talented, more, more is older, has had more relationships than Zenday, than RJ. So while, again, it hasn't happened yet, we're going to wait and see and see what happens. But, like, I just feel like that's, like, you know, putting, you know, I don't know, uh, it just doesn't feel fair. Like, who would choose Zenday? Who would choose RJ over Zenday? I mean, come on now, let's be serious here. Um, But, um, uh, we will see. I'm just not happy with some of the decisions being made um, on the show right now. I feel like a lot of stuff is just not making a lot of sense to me. And, you know, I, yeah, I don't really care about the Finnegan family or the Finnegan relatives mm-hmm. becoming, you know, a prominent on the show when we have characters like a Marcus, mm-hmm. like a, like a uh, Wyatt, like people, you know, like the four of the children and grandchildren who should be here. Like, it's just ridiculous. 
until I see some more forces on this show, I don't give a damn about no no Luna and her nonsense with her mm-hmm. mama and her sister. I can care less about Lee versus Poppy. Who are they? Like, come on, y'all, do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Spencer family is basically obliterated. Um, Tia, your thoughts on Zenday, RJ, Luna, and like you said, what you want to talk about from last week, two weeks. Well, yeah, well, yeah, pretty much uh, bringing the bill thing up the second. He was, was talking to Sheila. Then, oh, by the way, I forgot none of us put up this line. When he was talking with Sheila and he said that you you probably sent a candy for her for you could save her, something he said. Oh, yeah, you probably lured her to the thing for, for, for Kelly to get the, the candy for Kelly so you could save her. It was fucking See, fucking I said, that's actually, that I said, that's actually common sense. Uh, even person sort of would do something like that just so they could get the credit. So she's like, I saved Kelly. He's like, I don't care. You open. Isn't that happening on days right now with Constantine trying to kidnap yeah, a baby yeah. to become the hero? You're completely correct. So I actually really enjoyed it, and I was just I, I I was just cracking up about it. So that's the first thing. But the second, he was looking over at Poppy. I think I posted in the chat room with that one with the J, and I said, um, "This ain't looking good here." And then once <laughs> I, I think everyone put it together, I'm like, "Oh man, please don't tell me he's gonna be the father." I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Kim and probably the people who started probably don't have an issue with the storyline, but I personally do. I was here when Bill first came on the show. This character had a total of zero children. <laughs> zero children. Think about this. Think of the ages of all these children for you can understand the concept of what I'm saying. He had zero kids who was just a playboy, and that's it. How, how now? He's had three children. One of the children we're going to let slide Will because at least he understood this kid existed. Liam he conceived her. Yeah, they conceived him in a marriage. Yeah, Liam came on the show. Oh, I don't know if my father is Ridge, Bill, or the mailman. I don't know who my dad is. Let me look for everybody here. Oh, Liam is your son. Wyatt come on the show. Oh, you got another son. I just, I, I can't see. And then now you're going to tell me uh, Luna. What? This is, well, she, what, it's how, it's, I, but Poppy, how is she, she's, who is she? Like, I, no, Bill does not need a daughter. No, you don't need this. So I'm kind of with Daphne where I'm hoping that Poppy is just a slut. She just slept around. Like, you just say, oh, wow, everyone just slept with her, so everybody's going to think they're the baby daddy. She probably go to the paternity court or the Marvel show, and they're going to say, like, five times, you are not the father. I would prefer that <laughs> route right there, where she don't know who the dad is because she slept around so much within that same strain. Which means I hope y'all all got some tests done because, you know, she seemed like she slept around that much. And I would also say with Poppy, I think this was the first time I seen a different side of her where she didn't seem like the nice lady rainbows and lollipops yeah she looks a little bit could kind of i don't know what the word is to say she looked a bit um shady she did and it was weird i said are they asking this actress to play it differently because she clearly know who bill is even when he said it was san francisco she said yeah we used to live there i said yeah she she remembers this 100 percent. so let me get that out of the way then they forced her I loved him. This was my favorite stuff, and this is why I was always one of the fans who never slammed, slammed the new actor for playing Zendaya. I know he's gotten slammed a lot, and I said, I can't slam him until I see the storyline presented. And look, when you give him a storyline, he's actually killing the storyline. And I love the way I rewind the scene like 50 times when he said, RJ. I said, man, you, what the heck? I'm, I'm like, what the heck does that mean? 
I'm a different person. If you're going to slam me in front of my face, I'm jumping in and I'm going to say, okay, Zinda, you had your say, but you can't say my name like that. Like, it ain't nothing. We, 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 we got to chill out now. Let's calm ourselves down. So I did enjoy the scene. I loved him telling, pretty much saying, well, Kristen is my mother, so she's not here. So I guess I got to fight my own battles here. And then during that scene, I said, um, this is why I've been asking for Kristen back on the show. I mean, can he, can he see his, can she see her son? Can, you know, Tony see his son? Can I see for Felicia? I need all the other forces right now. And it's really, and I'll go more into it with the next story probably we're going to discuss, but I just need to go a little bit more into the forces. It's ridiculous to me. Even Thorne, like, hello, where's everyone else? And I think Zende will have a nice bond with Uncle Thorne because Uncle Thorne knows exactly how I feel to never be a part of nothing. I, I wouldn't even be shocked if Bridget come on the show. She finds out the truth, and they still don't tell Dawn. Because that's just, that's how Dawn get treated. He's like the second-class rape version of the Forster, so he know how it feels. So I think it's ridiculous that Zende is not getting his goodbye. And then for Carter, the scene with Carter, oh, well, you know, you family, so you should know. And to be quite honest how crazy I am, when he said that, I said, wait a minute, what episode did he become a forcer? I didn't want to look like a fool, so I didn't tweet this out. But I said, is he a fool? I'm over here trying to see everybody this fool is related to. I'm like, I don't remember this. It's quite related to them, and I just missed it the whole time. And then I was like, wait a minute, Marcus. I said, no, that's the other black dude. I don't think it's Marcus. So I, I was just confused. I was literally confused as to how he's family. I, I'm just confused because to me, the only thing I've seen is him destroy the family, but he's gotten easily forgiven for it. I, I can't I, just know I'm 100% team Zenday, and I am team Zenday and Luna and him being this way. And i got to say, RJ kind of made me crack up when he was telling Rich. He said, I don't know what's going on, but I think he's after me. I said, yeah, you're right. He is after you. So you need to have common sense to know that. But, dumb as he looks. Rich, yeah, Ridge, Uncle of the Year right now with your foolishness right now. Yeah, you go win that award for sure. That, that's it. So, <clears throat> speaking of winning awards, um, mm. Deacon and Hope had a conversation, <clears throat> and they were talking about um, she was calling him out for being with Sheila, and he basically was like, well, hello, my daughter, but you're with Thomas. And they kind of had a back and forth, and, I was actually okay with them. I think they both had good points to make. Mm-hmm. Having said that, where hope loses me is, the, well, first of all, while, let me say this clearly for the people 18 rows back in the stadium, of course Thomas's sins do not compare to Sheila's. But in terms mm-hmm. of who victimized who, hope has more to explain simply because you're with the man who led you to believe or continued, he, again, he didn't start the lie, he didn't uh, uh, um, arrange for the baby to be kidnapped, yeah. but I don't care if he held the secret for two months, two days, two minutes, he allowed them to grieve two months more than they need be, he was going to kidnap her, he's partly or, or a good part to blame for Emma dying, he victimized Hope, Liam, and Beth. So in that regard, yes, Deacon does get to be a victim, because while we can question why he's with Sheila, Hope is with the dude who victimized her. So that being said, I was a-okay with their barbs back and forth. Where she loses me is, he said, okay, I can't see the grandkids. I can come to your house and see them. Because, listen, she was a lot of things. But if Deacon went back to that broom closet and said, you know what? I just had it out with Hope. She's still not happy with me. And the only way I can see my grandkids is if I go by myself to the shed in Brooks' mm-hmm. backyard to see them. We all know she was going to be like, okay, I'll be here when you get back. She don't give a fuck about Hope and her kids. She's fixated no, she on doesn't. Finnegan, uh, uh, Hayes, and Kelly. So 
while I understand she has some points to make, you can't convince me that she actually concerned about their safety because there's no reason Deacon can't go to that house by himself to see the kids because, mind you, she was ready to cause a problem between her mother and Rich to have him at that house when he first got out of jail. So hope mm-hmm. you can take several seats. This isn't about safety. You're trying to push Deacon into doing what you want. And I'm not even saying I agree or disagree, but I see it right through her bullshit. So I'll guess uh, Candace, the Deacon and Hope convo. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, I called this a couple of months ago when mm-hmm. I said there's going to be some consequences for both of their actions because, Hope, you can't talk about Deacon's choice and Deacon, you can't talk about Hope's choice because of what we just saw this past week. Mm-hmm. Again, when it comes down to Sheila, I, I kept saying everybody's looking at what Steffi needs to do, right? And, you know, hypothetically, she needs to remove herself from sin, da 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 But at the same time, don't forget about Hope because if something happens, Sheila, like I said, if Sheila had, goes off, she can come after Hope especially if Deacon does something. Hope is going to be the first one on her list. I was fine with what she said when she said, no, you're coming over to my house where I can keep an eye on you. Like, I, ain't, I don't trust Sheila. No, 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 no. And here's where we got to do the whole who's the worst spouse. Is it Sheila or is it Thomas? And like you said, Carrie, there's the list. There's the list of all the stuff that Sheila has done, right? And then, you know, including killing, you know, shooting some people, kidnapping, drugging, cutting off toes and fingernails and all that stuff. And what Thomas did, except for the one part I didn't agree with you because she's not responsible technically for it. I mean, he is, but he's not responsible for Emma's death. She was on on the phone. She was toxic. We ain't going to go back into that, but we mm-hmm. know what happened. Okay. I'm still sticking with that. Don't text and drive. It's the law. Yeah. Don't Thank get you. don't chase somebody down the road either, please. Don't Again, we're with public service announcement. Don't text and drive. And I'm telling them okay. some people don't follow and chase people down the road either. Yeah, because but, but for him chasing her, she wouldn't have been a panic. Well, maybe if she would have also just kept her eyes on the road. No, I'm just well, saying. no, because hey, technically, he was trying to stop Carrie, her from coming Carrie, out the Carrie, office. Carrie, that was five years ago. Five years ago, we, we're moving on. But no, uh, well, like, all right. Oh, next time someone says something about Liam, I'm gonna say that was ten but, years but, ago. But, but, okay. Well, <laughs> well, the thing is, is that you gotta mm. look at it from both directions. It's like Hope doesn't think that you know Sheila is trustworthy. Deacon is like, well, I don't think Thomas is trustworthy. At the end of the day, you guys aren't going to agree with on this. Mm-hmm. All I can say is that this is now you, a wedge between the two of you. You guys do you now think have Deacon, a, you, Candace, do you think yeah. Deacon should be allowed to go to the house by himself without Sheila to visit the kids, you know, in her home? If Deacon, okay. Because I was thinking about something you just said, because Hope, because Hope wants to get her way, like in the sense of Hope wants to get her way with like kind of controlling Deacon's decision to do it. I'm going to say this, Deacon, at the end of the day, who's going to be there for you? Who's going to be there for you when everything, like, goes goes up in smoke? Who is, you know, like, if you really, really, really want to keep your, your, your relationship with your daughter and your grandkids open, you're going to have to, I mean, look, I know some people who, has had, who had to do this. You have to kind of make that sacrifice. It's like, you know what, Sheila? Please understand where hope is coming from. Please understand. 
I don't, you know, like you got to step the word of the day, boundaries. Everybody say boundaries. Okay. I mean, it's not going to, it's not easy if he really loves, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you got to, but at the same time, hope you can't, I get it. You're doing this for the, for, for the safety because I can do a double meaning on what she did. She has to have some kind of control over something, right? But she's also looking out for her kids, her kids' well-being. So, yeah, that's where I'm kind of at. I'm, I'm, yeah. But can I say that, um, um, on a, uh, uh, Anika and um, Sean killed it with those things, though. Because I was kind of like, I was, I kept doing like this. I was like, mm-hmm, seek and tell. Mm, yup, hope, yup. You got a good point. You got a good point. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where I was. I'm going to go to Kim in a second. That's where I was in terms of, like, I didn't have an issue with them both calling each other out. Like I said, my only issue is, I'm sorry, there's no reason that that Deacon can't go without Sheila to that house. See the kids. I mean, but but again, I understand understand the situation is because, again, what if, okay, if Sheila goes with Deacon and something happens, what's the first argument that's going to come up? Well, But that's what I'm saying, she wouldn't go. Right, but I'm just well. You don't know that she wouldn't. She wouldn't go, and but because guess what? You, you don't. But, Deacon but see, wouldn't go. Again, but well, well, but again, so that means that Deacon picked he went to the mermaid party without her. Well, no, I know, because that's, what, I, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's again. It's a it's a situation of okay. I love my daughter. I love Sheila. My daughter has a rule of I can't do this with the woman that I love because of her history, right? Deacon is like, wait a minute, hold up. If we're going to do that, then Thomas can't come. You know, like, it's one of those situations. So at the end of the day, what do they really want? A substance. Well, yes, he always hopes for putting him up in that lavish hotel. Kim? Um, yeah, I mean, they were good things between her and Sean. Well, we, yeah, well, Deacon, you know, they were really good. They did a good job. Did a good job. It was, it was kind of like the pot calling the kettle black. But I'm like, oh, okay. I, I she would definitely is, you know, trumps all of it, everything that that Thomas has done. However, um, I just, uh, I just, I just, I just feel like. She, I I agree with you actually, Carrie. She definitely could have at least said, you know what? Even if you can see the kids in public places, or I'll bring them up, bring the kids up to El Giardino, or at the house, or if you don't want them at the the house or whatever, it it does just doesn't matter. Like at least be be mad with him. That's fine. Whatever. I get it. But at least be there when he's well, you know, visiting the kids or whatever. And like I said, the public place or whatever. That's allowed. But I get where she's coming from at the same time. I'm like, oh, kind of a punk coin and a tunnel black, if you will. But mm-hmm. they were good things. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, she can at least, they can he can at least visit with them in public or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. But they were good. 
Right, because that's actually because she's actually not thinking about the kids. Because what are the kids going to think? Their granddaddy doesn't, you know, <clears throat> they ha- clearly what? supposedly they have a relationship with him. Now all of a sudden, granddaddy d- d- can't come see me. So exactly this time and this time it's not like oh he he's not in my life or he's not trying to make an effort. He's right, wants to be there for a whole benefit. So it's like okay, don't you know just strip him for that. So we'll we'll see. Daphne. <clears throat> Okay, so first of all, I did love the conversations that that Hope and Deacon were having. But I'm looking at it from a totally different perspective. Regardless of what Deacon has done is doing now, Hope has 100% right to say Deacon can't come over to that house. Because if I'm looking at Deacon right now, I'm going to say, what the heck is going on with your decision-making process? You have decided that you – and, and I would be okay with you telling me what's the heck wrong going on with my decision-making process. And this would be the time for me to sit there and say, hey, I love Thomas. I want to be with Thomas. Hope said something that nobody has touched on so far. She said that both Thomas and Deacon – have gone through the, the I want to say, the quote-unquote, I don't want to call it the redemption process, but they're sort of paying a little bit for their consequences. Deacon, of all the people, Deacon has literally paid the consequences for his payers. He has done the work, and that's what she was trying to say. You've done the work to become a productive person. You know, you went to jail. You served your time. How he didn't use the judge to get his own sentence reduced, I guess he was holding that as an ace in his pocket for something later on. But I agree with her when she said that Deacon has done the time. My issue is she is freaking crazy. I'm I'm sorry. I just couldn't trust the fact that Sheila, we all say, Sheila is not going to want to show up. This is Sheila freaking Carter. I can see Sheila saying, I'm going to go with you, or I'm going to pick you up, I'm going to drop you off, or I'll, oh, we just happened to meet up with a piece of candy at the park, um, and um, let's all just have a picnic. In the back of my mind, those things could happen. Whether they happen or not, whether it's true or not, I, I, I couldn't do that. And especially knowing I got Liam running around town, you know, being 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 the best father that he can be when it comes to the kids and Sheila. I'm already probably in the back of my mind thinking, is Liam going to be trying to go out to custody? And, and heaven forbid if I'm letting Deacon and Deacon see these kids. So that's how I'm looking at it. I feel like at this point, Sheila is still perpetrating to be the victim in this. Sheila has not had one ounce of consequence for anything. Yeah, she spent a couple of weeks in jail, but she's out free and clear of all these charges. You know, right now we know she's a, we the audience know she's obsessed over 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 Steffi, over Finn, over those two grandkids of hers. So right now her attention is elsewhere. But if I'm hope I'm gonna be thinking well, well, when is she going to decide that if her attention is not going to be over here? So I get that. But I also get the fact that Deacon was calling out calling out Thomas a little bit for this. 
I need for somebody to clear, and I know Liam has clarified this, but I need for somebody to, whenever they start saying that Thomas kept Beth away from them, I need for hope or for somebody to say, wait a minute, Thomas did not start this whole thing. We have lost Beth. Beth was gone for a good couple of months before Thomas came into the picture and didn't tell us what we needed to know. Because I feel like the newer people who come in here watching this feel like Thomas orchestrated everything. Because I had somebody tell me, well, who is this Buckingham person? The Buckingham is the doctor who started all of this. I also need for somebody to come in and figure out Taylor had a, had a finger in this too, because Taylor is the one who paid the $250,000 to Buckingham for that kid. So I just feel like I need for, I need for hope to go off. And just say, I'm just tired of, I'm tired of Thomas taking 100% of the blame for this. Yes, Thomas needs to take blame, but he did not start this whole thing with the loss of Beth. And I think that, for me, would clarify the audience. So I'm looking to see. I'm, it, it wouldn't shock me if, 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 if Sheila doesn't get, get mad behind the scenes that, that Deacon is losing his kids because of her. Because we all know that Sheila is not white, all 100% white. She's not kumbaya yet. So I kind of want to see where this is going to go. To me, this is a good way. This could have been a good way for Hope to declare her love for, for Thomas. Okay. Jay? So I'm conflicted with this because, you know, Thomas is not a saint. He has done a lot of things to directly hurt Hope and her family. So I understand where Dickon is coming from. But also, I feel like Sheila um, is just a psychopath who has wrecked shock on this family for, you know, in soap, in soap years, over 30 years she's been involved in this family. And I think that to compare Thomas and her is not fair. And I think that um, I think that you can't save Sheila, but I think you can save Thomas. Um, I think Sheila has just pulled too many shenanigans over the years and has hurt a lot of people across, you know, from Genoa City to L.A. and probably other places, you know, look at Lee, how Finn got, Finn got here. Uh, you know, I just think that Sheila is just a lost cause. Um, so I kind of feel like comparing those two is not fair. Uh, and also, I've seen Deacon and Thomas do the work to become better human beings. You know, it's been almost a year since Thomas pulled his last shenanigan, and um, seems to be on the on the right track. So I I don't I don't like comparing those two. Um, I do think that being said, you have it's gonna. It's gonna bite hope in the ass because I you have to question someone's judgment. Regardless of whether or not Sheila is around him or not, Deacon is still uh, engaged to this woman who has shot Finn and Steffi and killed people and done all this thing. So you have to question his judgment as a human being. And I think that hope has every right not to let someone around who has that lapse of judgment to be around her children. That being said, Hope is going to do the same thing about Thomas, where her um, her, uh, her standing is going to be questioned, why would she 
wants to be with someone who has done direct harm to her, who has you know done stuff to her and her children and things like that. So, you know, I think Hope has to be careful because she's been a hypocrite right now. Because if you're questioning Dickens' judgment, then when when push comes to shove, if you and Thomas get together full time and want to be in a couple, then Liam has every right to question your judgment and go for custody of that baby. Because why would he want to want someone to be around his daughter to raise his daughter when? No, she's making these stupid decisions. So I think that she has every Leah will have every right to say, you know, you can have Tom, but you can have Beth because I'm, I'm questioning your judgment. So I think that Hope has to be careful with what she says. Um, so I, I I think that um it was a great conversation. I think it was some great acting there, but I think that Hope needs to. I want the writers to actually have Hope to realize what she's saying because. The same thing that she's saying to Dickie, the same thing they want to say to her in the future if she goes full forward with a relationship with Thomas as a, as a you know boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, and wife. So, you know, I think that you know it's 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 interesting. I will say this is something that's interesting. I still say that um, Deacon, I I don't want to say he can't see the grandchildren, but I can understand where hope is coming from. That, that's I like that point too about hope. Even though hope may not be wrong, you know you have to be careful because then then that's the thing. Then you can't. Then then she'd have to keep her mouth shut if Liam comes calling for Beth. Last but not least, Tia, go ahead. Yeah. Um, uh, first, I got to bring up Thomas, and this kind of just to apply to Daphne. I think my problem when people say Thomas found out last, I don't care. I think my issue with it is that what he did with the crime, if if he just stayed silent and did nothing but chill out, I would be saying nothing right now. My issue is with the secret, you try to use this lady for sex. You're driving people off the road. You, um, be honest, people, Thomas was a straight-up abuser. At that time, let's, all right, let's go ahead. Let's use the analogy that I don't agree with Candace about. Well, okay, he didn't. He's not the reason Emma died. So can somebody explain to me why in the office he held her arms together? What people would say was abused, held her arms together, and pretty much said, you don't want to mess with me, and I could show anyone to see. Threatened this lady, stopped her many times from leaving that office that said, you are not leaving this office to tell the truth. So, okay, so that's, to me, that's more than keeping the secret. That's by far, you didn't bypass the original person who knew by what you're doing. So the only thing that got Emma safe out of that problem is what? Miss Pam barging into the office. She barged into there, and that's when Emma saw her out, and she ran out that office. She was just afraid for her life because of Thomas. I love Thomas' character, but to pretend this guy just knew the secret and he was just on his best behavior, that's just not true. My issue with it is during this whole time, instead of being a good man and say, you know what, I know you agree with, let me give you your son back. It was like, oh, why don't you just be more of a, uh, I'm, I'm actually telling Douglas, when Douglas told this fool one time, I don't know what you're talking about. My mama is Carolyn. This fool said, um, she's dead. Hope is your mother now. Oh, I got the clip to that too. So that's not a man who just, but I don't care. So to me, if Thomas, if what's the name of Miss Hope, decide to come out one day and say, well, y'all need to start blaming him. I'm going to say, you got to shut the hell up because you sound like an idiot. I would I would drag Hope left and right from this thing. You you cannot say that. Regardless of any, I'm a, everyone knows one of my favorite ships in soap is Sharon and Adam. I wish Sharon would say, well, it's okay. He just kidnapped her. It's okay. He wasn't in his right state of mind. I'm going to say, Sharon, go get some professional help. The difference is that she stood <laughs> by what he did, and she the defense she mostly uses what he's done since. 
You cannot go back and say, oh, well, you know, at that time he was the last person to find out. I don't care. It's literally everything he did that's making it difficult for me to relate to it. And this is when it comes back to the deacon stuff. I do relate more to deacon because I think orange to apples or apples to apples where, you know, Carrie about to say, when it comes to this particular storyline, I cannot compare Sheila to Thomas. And the reason is, I already know Sheila is a terrible person, but who directly hurt this lady the most is Thomas. Sheila has never laid a hand on What the heck? She's never done anything to Hope. Does she know Hope's last name? She probably thinks his last name yeah, is Sharp. She can't believe at this point. <laughs> like, that's what she probably believes right now because she knows she doesn't do anything to her. Thomas, this man here, said, I'm going to give you the right to my son if you had sex with me. Well, all this time, you could have got it for free because she's giving it up to you every day anyway, so that was a waste of time. Said, I'm going to sign you over him. Abused his son on a, a lot of a lot of occasions, grabbing him by the grabbing him by the arm, saying, you're going to do this, threatening him, scaring him with a projector just so he could say, mommy, hope. He's the reason for that. For the people who, at, at, back in the day who said, I can't stand that he called it, that he says mama to her. Well, you know what? Go blame your great dude, Thomas, because he's the reason for it. He made sure that she was the mother, and he got his witch. And to this day, guess what? Guess what we still don't know to this day? Well, I think me and Candace remember, who forged that document about Caroline that I doubt is ever going to come out? He lied. Hi, Thomas. And I, I, don't, I know we're never going to get that out, but he is literally lying. Let Hope find that out. That you know that that whole thing when Caroline said I wanted you to be the mother? Well, you know that wasn't necessarily true either. So I cannot, I, I just can't. And this actually goes, the crazy thing about it, his crimes date even before the baby, the baby best name. Because it's literally when he came in town a month later, you over there lying and saying, well, before Caroline died, she wanted you to be the mother. So we could go back. This is even before that. But the difference why we can't talk about this I still crime say he killed is because no, it's because no one knows what happened. No, no one knows this letter was made. I think even audience actually forgot that this actually happened. So for me, I, I just, mm-hmm. like, I got to agree. Like, I can't, I understand Sheila's a bad person and she's an evil person. But the, some of the dialogue Colt was saying, I said, girl, you are with the person who's actually immediate danger. He's shown that he don't give a F about the kids when it comes to you. He's shown that he would threaten his kid and he would put his hands on Douglas when it came down to it. Sheila hasn't shown me that. Sheila just showed she's tired of, she's tired of, she probably kidnapped the kid. But I don't think she's going to be throwing hands at the kid like what, what Thomas might do because I have no trust with him around anyone right now. So, and I can also say that Thomas has changed. He looks changed, but the dude is with his obsession. I don't quite understand how I can see that you've changed when you are literally getting rewarded with the person you've been obsessed with all this time. The only way I could say you're changed is if we actually put you with someone else or let's say, hope say, I don't want this relationship anymore and we see how you react. I cannot say he's changed until I see some, something else. I don't believe it. I believe it looks like he's changed, but he got everything he wants. It's no reason for him to go off the deep end right now. So that, that's all I would say about that one. So are you for Deacon seeing the kids in the shop supervised or no? Yes, 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 I am because as I said, what I've because what I've been seeing with Deacon on screen has been him keep telling Sheila, um, please keep, stay away from Steffi and Finn. He don't want anything to do with you. Let him come at his own time. I haven't really been seeing him encouraging her to see them, so I truly believe he'll be like, well, Sheila, you have to stay home. And I think when Sheila's like, oh, I don't care about some kids. And then she's like, oh, my God, did I say that out loud? Because I think <laughs> he don't care about them at all. So, yeah, I, I'm, fi- I'm, fi- I'm fine with it, to be honest. I don't think, 
I think you know, but I could I would say I could see Hope Point. Sheila's evil. That's the consequence of being with the person. But unfortunately, when they made you date Thomas, everything you say to me is like it's going one ear and out the next for me. Because the person yeah, if she was still with Liam with Wyatt, I wouldn't say Jackson. Yep. My, my mouth would be closed right now. Yep, yep that's the problem. Right. She's with. Yep. Mhm. Yep. I agree. So, last but not least for tonight's, uh, uh, um, so I guess, uh, well, what's his face fell out? Eric fell out. Discuss. Go ahead, Candace. Eric fell out. Okay, so real quick. So he made a decision that he wanted to throw himself, you know, like a party. He doesn't want everybody, you know, when everything comes out, he doesn't want people to be sad. You know, that's, that's. For the funeral, as he said, like for the funeral don't, and everything like that. Don't worry, right we now. won't be. We haven't shed yeah. a tear. He, he wants to do a celebration of life. But there's obviously people who were like, no, you need to tell everybody now. So Donna was, was explaining, you know, her, her situation, and Eric was like how proud he is of her. He started coughing, and next thing you know, he passed out. Okay. okay. Now, let me just, just clear the air right now. I know everybody's not happy with the storyline. I know that. I know that. I, however, for me, personally, I feel there has been a switch in the storyline. I think it was supposed to go one way. And here's the thing. We do not know. As of right now, December 3rd, we do not know the status of John McCook on Bold and Beautiful. But it seems like they're playing all the beats of this may be the last hurrah, hurrah, right? Okay. And somebody brought up, yes, Bolt is, 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 is pulling out a storyline from a decade ago because this is actually what happened with Stephanie. Remember, Stephanie was planning a party. Brooke was the only one that knew that she was sick and that she was dying. Obviously, there's two, it's two different stories. It's like, it, there's two different ways of doing the storyline. But, again, we do not know. Unlike we did with Susan, we knew Susan was leaving. We don't know about John McCook. With that being said, it's, <clears throat> this story has gone every which way, and it's more focused on Ridge than Eric. Yes, we have not seen Eric and Donna go to a doctor, except for that one doctor. Bridge is a doctor. We'll be seeing her this week, by the way, and Thorne. I need to know, has Bridget been in town this whole time? Because this is another problem that I have with all the soaps, all the soaps, is you're telling us more story off screen than you are on screen, right? So if they come and say, oh, they've been to the, to the, to the um, I was going to say dermatologist, Lord Jesus, to the doctors, I wanted to see some of those. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't you think we should see these, like, doctor's appointments and seeing, like, the reality hit Eric hard and stuff like that? That's the, that's the, that's the beat that is, that is missing because you're making Eric – I don't want to – but, see, this is the thing because I saw somebody say this. We're supposed to like Eric while he's dying. No, the hell we're not. We can like him. We can love him. But we also cannot stand him because in life – in life, there's people who choose, obviously, not to tell people that they're sick because what's the first thing everybody does? You need anything? Oh, you need anything? And then there's some people who are just like, yeah, I'm sick. What? Like, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, woe me and all that. Some people are like that. 
sort of like kind of in the middle of the storyline because the more that I'm seeing Eric deteriorate, I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm not prepared for it. Me as a viewer, right? Because we've all watched John McCook since day one. As far as storyline go, like as yeah, it's like it's a bad storyline, but it's not as bad as it's not as bad as it could be. It's it's yeah. Like I said, there's some things that are missing from this. You know, the doctor's appointment, more in depth dialogue. You're seeing more Ridge dealing with the you know the reality that his father is dying. Everybody knows. Everybody, it's like a big secret, but nobody tells Eric, even though Eric is the one that's dying. You know, so yeah. But when I saw him pass out, I was like, now if only you would have had him pass out at the fashion show. Because remember, I was I was stuck on that. I was like, that that was the cliffhangers. That should have been the cliffhangers that Eric passes out, and that's how everybody finds out. So I'm still I'm still watching. I'm still you know. I don't know, but, yeah. And like I said, we do not know if John McCook is leaving or anything, but like I said, you're a detective, you know. Uh, Kim, did you um, shed a tear when he hit the floor? I did not, um, <laughs> only because, you know, and, and, and granted, it did, it did catch me off guard. And I was like, whoa, you know. But then I was like, see, this is why he should have told, he, he, he should want everyone to know. And I get it. Everyone deals with sickness and stuff like that and, and fear differently because he finally admitted to Donna before he fainted was that I'm scared. I'm scared he's fearful. But I feel like that's all the more reason to have your family around, and they can still not show pity or whatever towards you, but they still need to know and to help you. And then, of course, it also made me upset, and I know people, too, that hate hospitals. So they hate going, being poked and prodded. Okay, I get that, too. But at the same time, your family is, quote, unquote, not supposed to know. And then I believe someone, one of them said it. It was like, oh, so what are we supposed to do? Just not say anything until he dies or whatever, and that's it. And then more, I think that's what Eric said, too. And she, Donna was like, what do you want What do you want to tell him? He was like, at my funeral, like, what? Are you kidding me? Let them cry then or whatever. I'm like, are you kidding? That's just so unfair to me. And I just, I, I don't. That's what I'm just conflicted with because on the one hand, I get where he's coming from. He doesn't want any self pity. He doesn't. He's scared. He doesn't want anyone to, you know, show him that they're scared because it's gonna make it worse for him. But at the same time, this is his family we're talking about. At least his family should be there and to know. And then he should at least want to see if there's a possibility that he can get better or whatever. I don't know, but just to at least help prolong it. You know, help prolong him doing the whole fashion thing or whatever. Just prolong that that love and that family and stuff like that support. And then to have his family question or not question, oh, what are we going to do this last hurrah, this last party? Okay, well, 
he should know they have questions why. And they the way all way they all look at him, he should know that they know something. They look more down and out and more scared or nervous or like they're walking on eggshells with him because they don't know if he's gonna pass out or whatever, you know, from what RJ told them anyway. So I just I just don't like that altogether. And when he passed out, that was just that just sealed the deal for me. I said, see, this is why this is just so unfair. It's just not right. And at the same time, it was scary. Like, so that caught me off guard. I'm passing. I didn't know he was going to do that. That was going to happen. But this is why he needs to go to the hospital. He needs to just let them love him, let them be his family, and, and to support him and, and, and do those things. You know, that family does when they have, their loved one is sick, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's just what I just cannot and will not ever get behind, someone not allowing family and loved ones to love you, you know, while you're going through this ordeal. So with that being said, we'll see what happens here. Uh, but that, like I said, that did catch me off guard. I didn't shed a tear or anything like that, but I just said, Eric, you know, this is this is just getting worse and worse. Like you need to, this is you need to do. So you need to let your family in, and you need to go to the hospital to see what you can do for yourself and to help your loved ones too along the way. Not let them just mourn you while you're and not while you're dead in the casket. That's just not fair. And then what really also what ticked me off was when he. He he was telling them like he was you know his cough and everything almost, almost passed out and everything in the office and in the salon and everything, and it was like no sit down sit down it was like no 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 don't look like that don't just let's go and we will be happy I'm like are you Irish are you kidding me like if family member if a family member you know that's dying or whatever and you start coughing and and, and coughing up blood and you're they, they see you this you're with a faint you, what are, what do you expect them to say oh all right so then so what about these measurements all right yeah this is great okay <laughs> Stop that. You know, stop doing that. Stop coughing. Stop coughing. You know, stop it. You stop that now. We'll get back to business. Are you kidding me? We're not supposed to do that as family. We're supposed to say, you know, be cool. Are you, are you okay? You know, pat his back and get some, get some water. Sit him down. Say, let's go home. Let's get you some rest. You know, are you, I just, I just, I hate this, you all. So I really need Eric to just put all this aside. It, 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 everything is fearful. When we go through things in life, I couldn't even imagine, you know, going through that. But any kind of sickness, even we have a cold, that is fearful because we don't know. It could turn into pneumonia or pneumonia or whatever, bronchitis, whatever. All those things are fearful. But we have to, we have to get the proper medication or, and, or treatment to treat ourselves. Let our loved ones know, hey, yep, I got to go. I have a cold or I'm sick. I'm living under the weather. So they'll know, oh, you try this, try that, or do whatever. It, it, that's just what family and friends and loved ones are. They are supposed to be. They're supposed to be that support system for you. So that being said, we'll see what happens. But this just, this is just, I, 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 I hate it. You all, I hate it. For all, for the entire Forrester family, for everyone, I hate this. Um, I'm with you because yeah, what, he starts. He's over there killing over. Hey, can you get me that fabric? Hey, what, where's my measuring? Right. Right. Fix his hemline. Um, Daphne? Yeah, I think Candace and Kim, they sort of summed up everything that I've I've been thinking. I'm having, well, well, you guys know why I'm struggling with the storyline on one point. The other point is, am I supposed to feel sorry for Eric? 
And the sad part is I don't, and I'm, but I know I'm supposed to. The person who I'm feeling sorry for is, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, is, and I'm not going to even call her GD today, Gold Digger. I'm not I'm going to give her, call her by her, her first name, Donna. I feel bad for Donna because Donna is the one that's got to deal and put up with, I shouldn't be like this unless they put up. But Donna is the one who's got to deal with all of this. And also in the back of her mind thinking if something happens to Eric, where am I going to go? Um, so I, and I'm, I'm like, Eric, how can you, how can you not be clueless? So every time you see He's me, not clueless. He's being selfish. Well, well, clueless. And when you see these people, and they are sort of basically sad and going, we love you and all of this. How is he not saying, you know, don't you, with mm-hmm. this? How is he not that perceptive to see that, to say, you guys know, and then they just have a moment at that particular point? I'm sitting here going, I'm watching him running around, and I got so many ideas, and they just floating up in my head, and I got to get this on paper, and I need, and I, oh, no, we can't afford the $1.99 cent lease. We need the $599 lease. Um, and your company is going, is going, is, see, I need for there to be a consequence of all of this, to change the subject for a moment. I need for there to be a consequence for all of this. I need for Eric who think he's won and think everybody's burning all these designs. I need for when the final showdown comes that people were like, we like Ridge's designs and they were not buying this. And, at the, and because you're taking, because you remember um, Hope and Thomas came to Ridge and asked Ridge, can they have some money for Hope for the Future? And they said, no, we're going to have to table hope for the future. So in other words, you're tabling your moneymaker for this monstrosity because you're wanting to pop up Eric. And and he doesn't even know that. He's so worried about the design and the legacy. He's not even looking at the back end or the back end legacy. I mean, what good is it having a bunch of paper and computer designs when you don't have a company that could actually produce these designs? So I mean I I I feel sorry for if this is supposed to be you know John McCook's swan song it is terrible it's bad it's not good this is something that you need to rethink um you need to rethink Brad Bell because you know at first I was like okay so is he gonna die at the party or is everybody supposed to be so in other words is Zenday Thorn and, and, and Bridget supposed to be cutting the rug, doing the jitter bug and all of this stuff while everybody else is sitting sad because they know. And Eric is all happy because they think, <laughs> I just don't, I just, I just don't get. Now, I'm going to say this. I personally understand Eric's rationale a little bit, but my whole point is the moment I had to look at these people and their sad faces, I, I, I don't know, but I also feel that you are not giving your family the opportunity to to reconcile and to make new memories, to actually be there with you in your final days. But, you know, how is your family going to cope and say, you know what, when the sinner going out here, you know, I had all this, this, this sex with hope, you know, but with Thomas and hope them no. But I'm just saying I did all of this, this, and this, and I could have been spending some time with, with granddad or I could have been spending some time with him. 
So I got, I'm hoping that when, when we get through this, this hits Zenday hard. I hope Zenday is angry at everybody, including the grandfather. So, I, I mean, I'm just going to sit here and wait to see how this plays, plays out. I think and I'm going to go to Jay and then T in a route to finish up both, but that's a good point because that's my issue. Eric isn't just choosing to keep it quiet because he doesn't want pity. He's causing strife and hot feelings between people that don't need to be. And and then even the other day with Ridge, Ridge is like, Dad, can we work together? Can we work together? Let's put aside whether he was actually dying or not. Why does Ridge, why can't he just say, son, I would love that. That's, uh, we don't know how many how much longer, you know, because he's uh, up there in age uh, uh, anyway. Why did Ridge have to beg, which I don't even know if he ever allowed him to say, yeah, we can work together when Ridge was begging last week. It was gross. So it's not just that he's keeping it. He's causing hard feelings all the way around and causing strife. Mm. So, no, he can go take several mm-hmm. seats. Jay and then T to round out bold. I don't know what the F-U-C-K Brad Bell is doing. I don't know... <laughs> If he thinks just because the thought of John McCook leaving the show will make us sad that he can write BS and serve it to us because this is Eric. I don't think Eric has been this unlikable in years. I don't think that yeah. even when he was cheating on Stephanie with Brooke and doing all the shenanigans, Eric was charming. He was he was no, there was he there was a reason why Stephanie always went back. Like he had this naive type of, you know, way of thinking about stuff. So he, he was a family man. He took care of his children. He loved his children. He loved Richard. He loved Rick. He loved, you know, Ridge. And unlike Stephanie, you know, um, Eric and the play favorites, like, you know, he, he just was a great man despite his obsession with Brooke. And, you know, being a ladies' man with Brooke, he was, you know, a decent man. And the way they're playing him so unlikable, I don't give a fuck about Eric right now. Like, I think that they are just, they are tainting his legacy by making him such an asshole, which I'm hoping and praying that he's not leaving the show. Because if he is, like, I have no type of, all the emotion that I had, um, um, all the emotion I had when, when I first thought he was leaving is gone. Like I'm just, I'm just annoyed right now. You know, I want to take that stapler and knock on the side of his head with it because it's like, you know, you. This is your family. Like and the fact that I, I keep repeating myself, he has no self awareness. You can't see that these folks know what the hell is going on. You can't see your family is grieving your ass while you're standing right there. You just standing all arrogant and being an asshole, falling out and stuff, putting all this weight on, on Donna. Like, it, it is, it's not fair. It's not fair what he's doing to his family, what he did to RJ, what he's doing to, to Donna. It's not fair. It's not fair at all. And Eric should be ashamed of himself. He should sit his ass down somewhere because he should be ashamed. True, he has no self-awareness. Like, they're all fucking basically bawling around every, you know, oh, they're bringing up memories from when they were, like, three, crying. And get, come on, dude. To your last words. Um, I would say Eric, um, I'm one of the people who hasn't uh, 
care for this storyline from the beginning, and I sure don't care about it now. And just for a spoiler alert, for best and worst, this is going to be my worst story. So there you go. I told you something in advance because to me this story absolutely sucks. It drags down the entire show. And you know how much I dislike Dave. The fact that I can rank this Mm -hmm. as my number one. Worst story is telling you something because he's just completely unlikable. I don't Dave find anything give, like Dave should give flowers to Bo because it would have been Bone Hope's <laughs> return. Yeah, you're right. That's that's my second worst. But but yeah, I, I just to me that it's just the story is just terrible. Like where's all the forces? And I don't care about this party again. I don't care. So I guess Kristen and Felicia and everybody else, they phone gonna still be disconnected by the party. Okay. So I just I, I don't care at all about it, so I'm just going to rank this and say that this is just my worst story. I'm going to pretty much be repeating everything I said in the past. Oh, I guess that's all I have to say. I don't care for the story. I hope it gets better. Eric, I don't think he's going at all, and if so, then they just made it so we won't care about him on his way out, so I guess thank you, I guess. At least we won't be shedding any tears, so I guess that's a good thing, right? Sad. That's a, that's actually more egregious than if he actually was leaving. This is our last memory, like because you like you said, no one has a care. Mhm. Oh, yep. that was a good little flow. That was longer than I expected. But um, where are we going next? Days of my love. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's go to days. There's a a lot that happened this week, but I could probably. All right. I don't know what happened in the story, so I just get everyone input. Actually, let me put these three story, these two stories together at the same time. Harris, Avon, and Stefan. The only thing I know is that something is going on with Clyde. That's it. I didn't really watch days this week, so I do know about that. So, does anyone got an opinion on Harris, Ava, Stefan? I guess Clyde in it. I'll go with you first, Tim. You have anything on this one? Um. No. I mean. I, I'm not surprised that he got Stefan, you know, to do it. I was like, okay, that would make sense, you know, blackmailing him because Gabby's in there or whatever. But I just not sure where they're going with this. I kind of hate that because I kind of wanted to see where it would have went between Ava and Harris. But I guess this is giving them that story. I don't know. Um, but we shall see, you know, with all that the whole Clyde thing too. I'm like, he's just causing craziness and havoc from, from jail too. So this just he just just won't stop. So we'll we'll see what happens and if they do turn on Clyde, you know, and decide not to go through with everything or just decide to decided to be too much, I don't know, but it I mean, we'll see. I'm actually kind of somewhat interested in it. I mean, because I want to see where it goes between Ava and Harris, too, and all this whole con- conflict, too. So we'll see what happens and if she'll give in and actually kind of tell him, you know, let him in on what, what happens and everything, which then in turn him kind of that uh, go against him and his oath, I guess, or whatever, being a police officer. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, but I'm slightly interested in this storyline. Daphne, you watch any of this? Do you care about this stuff and the whole Clyde, Dorla stuff, Ava, Harris? No, I didn't watch much GH or Days this week, so I'm going to sit this one out. Okay, Jay, anything on this or no for you as well? That's. Okay. All right. Let me go to the. the all right. Here we go. Johnny Tate. Um, you didn't ask me. Oh, you didn't ask me. Uh, okay, it's Candace. Okay. What's your it's thoughts okay. on this wonderful story? Let me do it. Um, you know, 
I'm still trying to wrap my brain around Clyde. That's that's all I got. <laughs> that's it. Well, like. you know what? I guess you could you could start off this one then. Johnny Tate, Holly Chanel. Like I pointed out in our private chat, I'm seeing something. It's it's giving me flashbacks. I keep I kept saying this for years and years. Holly is Nicole Sammy. I'm seeing it. Holly has a thing for Johnny, and Chanel thinks, "Oh, Holly got a crush on you." Chanel, girl, girl, you better be watching out. I, like I said, I have a feel. I'm, I'm feeling uh, a Sammy Lucas 2.0 with Tate and Holly, right? I just don't want no rapes. None. Okay, Dave? Because I see how she's looking at him. Like how I'm looking at this McDonald's food. By the way, we're not sponsored by McDonald's. However, if McDonald's would like to sponsor so party, we would have no problem with accepting it. Heavy. Okay, so I'm I'm fine with with I I I like this. I like that we got a, again investment in a younger set, but I don't want it to go too far. But Chanel, girl, watch your man. I don't know why I got to tell y'all this. I don't know. Like, that lady sixteen, Johnny. Please don't be a predator. Um, uh, what is your thoughts on this one, Kim? Before this, the quad, I guess, right now. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Holly, no good well. She's too young for Johnny. I just, it, it's just weird. And plus, it's her stepbrother. I mean, it's just, it's just weird all all around. And then Tate, he gets on my nerves. He would do anything for you. He doesn't care how long it is because he has a crush on her, but he'll just settle for being her friend. That's just ridiculous, too. Just It's all dumb. So, and I think, I don't think Chanel should be so quick to just give up the idea that Holly is into Johnny because she can sense it. Girl, continue to oh. sense it because it is true. Right. You know, and she needs to, yeah, she needs to definitely keep her eye on her for sure. And the more and more Johnny says the little stuff, so I'm like, oh, yeah, she made me this, she made me this bracelet. Or, are you kidding me, Johnny? You know, good as well. Come on. It's disgusting. The way she looks at you, like, oh, dreamy eyes, and she's floating in the clouds. Come on, whatever. You know, I just, John, you can't be this night. You just can't be this clueless. And Chanel, girl, do not back down. Do not let your guard down and watch your man. That's all I got to say. So I just really hope that she gets caught. You know how to gets caught because this, this storyline is just it's, it's ridiculous. So I hope it ends quickly and she falls for tape or something. Okay. Uh, welcome on, Jacarius. Hey, how you been? Hey, Good right now. We're talking about Johnny Tate, Holly Chanel. You have any thoughts? I got something to say about this. As a Janelle fan, I need for Chanel to not let her darn guard down. And Johnny, up your eyes. You know the girl has a crush on you, and you just need to open it. And, like, I agree with the other person saying, I'm not liking this storyline. I'm just not. This is not the storyline. Um, it just—I feel like it just incest because she really go, trying to have Jenna go to jail for the. Uh-uh. I feel like this crush thing is going too far and it is crossed the line. For me, I would say that Holly is a mix of Claire and Nicole at the same time for me, but at the same time, I want this to be over. Okay. That's all I want to say. Um, 
Next story, we got Everett who gets uh, fired from the Spectra thanks to Jealous Chad, who he has history of being jealous. But no one knows right now when he's in to know that he didn't snitch on him on the way out. Later on, we see Everett and Stephanie, and she digging his bag, and then she happened to see a ring. He said that he brought it for her before the accident happened because he knew he wanted to spend the rest of his life with her. He knew he should have let go of it when Chad, when she finally, when he found out about Chad, but he can't quite let it go now. Also, Xander and Sarah, Xander gets a nice surprise when he get that nice birth certificate with his name on it and Rex's name removed. Xander and Sarah discuss should they probably work getting back together. She said, you know what, she could probably consider it as a possibility and Xander's surprised because he's shocked that they have managed to get to this level. So it seemed like they've finally been good with co-parenting and we got Everett, Stephanie, and Chad here. I'll go with you, Kim. What are your thoughts on both these? Uh, we got a triangle, another triangle here, and Xander and Sarah possibly getting back together soon. Mm, yeah. With the whole Xander and Sarah thing, I'm still, <laughs> maybe I'm still holding a grudge for her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I just, I just don't like them. I can't. I mean, I don't know what it'll take. And I always said, I was like, maybe they'll woo me back on the ship. You know, but right now it's just not even at not. I'm not even close to even wanting to entertain being on the ship again with Xander and Sarah. So I just like I just I don't know. I think they're giving in too quick just because of the fake kidnapping, which is ridiculous. And I can't wait mm-hmm. for Constantine to both, but that's neither here nor there. So I just it's just too fast. I just don't like with the googly out with each other. I just because I don't I don't like it. I'm still bitter with that. And I'm mad because Chloe's left, left because Chloe and Xander, I liked them together. And I wanted him with mm-hmm. her instead of Sarah. I'm just upset, y'all, still. So I don't want, well, I just don't like Xander and Sarah at all right now. I just, I can't with them. So I'm like, to that storyline, I'm like, whatever. And then with the whole Stephanie and, and, and Everett and Chad, I just, ugh. I'm not, mm, you know what, okay, the thing is, and this is going to sound horrible, but Mm -hmm. I don't find them entertaining, and I actually find them more boring than anything, and I hate that because I just, I mean, yeah, they, they, neither one of them do anything for me, And, and, and you know what, maybe it's because I'm looking at Everett's character as, who he played before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Nick. And I'm like, Everett is the, I mean, obviously I know it's supposed to be, he's supposed to be the complete opposite of Nick, but I'm like, Everett is, boring. I need him to be some kind of, have some kind of villainous to him or some kind of bad guy vibe. I don't know. Something, I don't know. Because he's playing like quote unquote goody two shoes and I need for them for it to be exposed to where he lied about being in the coma. I just think something something's gotta happen for me to be even remote entertained with the storyline because the whole Chad and Stephanie thing bore ring and they threw Everett in the mix even more boring. So <laughs> This, you know, the, the stuff between them, I'm, of course, y'all know I'm going to watch it, ride or die, because I love soaps and I watch it all. But I'm like, la, 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 la. You know, I start, I get up and start doing cleaning because I'm just listening to it. I'm listening rather than why It's on, I'm listening to it only because I just can't waste my time watching it physically. <laughs> that sucks. So I listen to the scenes, mm-hmm. but I'm just not entertained with that triangle at all. 
So we'll see what happens. Or we'll, I guess, until they step up the game, I'll hear what happens with them. Well, I would say you're not alone because we had a poll for best potential couples on days, and Everett and Stephanie got a 0.8%. So I'm going to get one team out there voted for them. So I was I was shocked by that too. I didn't know they were that. Wow. I, I think I, yeah. it was like the first week people liked them, and I think people fell off this train so easily. So I gotta have to say the problem might just be Stephanie at this point, where I just think yeah. she might bring down. She might yeah. bring down, unfortunately, whoever she's with at this point, because it seemed like her uh-huh. character is just so boring of a character. You That's could, it. You need like I think you probably she she might need to be with a psychopath. That might be the only thing that yeah. works for her. Like you're like oh. I'm yeah. I, I don't know. Somebody That'd to bring some, some life. Someone to bring out mm-hmm. life into the character. She just has no life, and I think that's what the problem is. But it you is. know, right. One worst couple to another worst couple. That's gonna be a beautiful transition. <laughs> right. To watch. Uh, but you know, Candace, your thoughts on Everett, Chad, Stephanie, then and Sierra. Okay. So. Okay, Everett and Chad is the oh, Jesus Christ. I, 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 mm, Abigail Klein is a good actress. She's very pretty. Oh no. The character the character of Stephanie. <laughs> I am so disappointed in the direction they have taken this character. I I I talked to my soap therapist about this. I went to therapy for it. Yes, I did. Because I don't understand how can you have, and I'm not even going to say because she's a legacy character. Even if she wasn't a legacy character, I don't understand the writing. I don't understand the direction of this character. Because I I just, I'm at loss for words. Um, Again, Everett. Okay. Again, the power of Blake, because I believe him. I believe this character. I, like, again, I, 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 I mean, I, I was there for Nick. I was there for when he was the devil. I was, you know what I'm saying? I like, but it's amazing, the writing, because I don't like, okay, I like Everett, but I don't like him. Does that make sense? Like, I like him, but I don't like him, because I feel as though he brought something to the whole Chad and Stephanie table, which which AKA means he brought interest. He brought interest to, to this. Okay. That's what I want to say. When are we talking, okay. So are we talking about that Thanksgiving dream too that he had or no? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause that's all part of it too. When Chad, yeah, when Chad had, when yeah, he sure. like, yeah, was at the yeah. table. First and foremost, when I saw the promo, I said, homeboy's dreaming. Cause they ain't nobody going to talk in front of Julie like that. Uh, uh-uh. uh. You're, you're about to get slapped for that. That's why I said Everett is bringing interest to this storyline because the only thing that I'm seeing is the bromance, the chemistry between Blake and Billy Flynn. Nothing, Abby, if you're listening to this, this is not you, boo. It's the writing for your character. So the next person I need to see is uh, Jada and Everett. I need, I need to see that. And that's another thing, too. It, I, not, okay. Xander and Sarah. You talk about fast, fast get over somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy Xander has his baby. I'm glad that he has one part of his life complete. Sarah, sweetie, 
I, I must have hit my head. How how many days was it between her saying Xander can't be a part of that baby's life and all this stuff and how quickly she wanted to marry Rex so so Xander couldn't be with 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 her or around the baby? How many days was that? One day. <clears throat> One day. Okay. Thank you for for saying that. I love I love how y'all jumped in. It's amazing how all of a sudden, Sarah, you you saw the lights. You and Xander, yeah, y'all can co-parent. That's all I'm going to say about that because I – Whew, child. Sarah, what have they done to my Sarah? Mm-hmm. Oh, Sarah. Okay. Yeah, my, my Sarah, that was, that was my girl. That was my girl for a minute there. Y'all remember? And then I don't, I don't know, know what happened. I don't know what happened. It was just like, 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 rear, rear, like I got rear-ended or something. Like, ah! like what, what's happening here? I'm hoping well, you know for that they, they put the baby first, the kids first, because, you know, Sarah also is smart with that Constantine thing. Can we talk about that? Because I got to That's what I'm about, about that? to transition. Actually, I'm about to transition okay. into that. So, okay, let, let's go here. Okay, we got Steve Johnson. Yes, yes. Um, they, uh, he, Kayla, you know, they, Kayla, uh, what is it, Kayla, uh, what's this lady name? Sarah. They are so thankful for Constantine and all the love that he's done. And, you know, Steve said he thinks that there's a lot more to his story. He don't actually believe they were best friends, but by, by all accounts he looked at, they seem to have hated each other. So he don't quite understand this. And then she was pretty much saying, well, you know, he helped us with the kidnapping and stuff. And then he said, huh, when did this happen? She explained it. They said, did I ever see who the robbery was or something like that? They, they was like, yeah, he said, no, he said he didn't know. And then he said, this all seemed convenient to me that this happened. And then he's pretty much saying, are y'all sure he didn't stage the thing just to win your trust? Cause, and then he said, so when did you start a trust in consciousness? She said, um, right after that kidnapping. And just to oh, do this in our, our own selves when we kind of respond to this, Steve Johnson, I'm so happy with the writing for him. For him to know that this is straight up stupid, this story makes no sense. He, the kidnapping happened right after. And I like what he said, you sure he didn't overhear you talking to Maggie saying that you didn't trust him? Because right after you say, I don't trust this person, your kid get kidnapped and you don't find that a little bit sketchy? So I, I loved everything about Steve Johnson, just his IQ and then Kayla's like, and I also got to say, Steve, is Steve like 80 years old? How old is Steve Johnson under the uh, nickels? Is he 80? No. Six, six, seventy? Is he seven? What is it? He's like, like he said, I think, I mean, I think he's older than Drake. I think it's like oh, 70, 75, 76. I'm going to say, this was, um, it had me laughing because he did some age discrimination against Constantine. He said, I think he's too old. I don't think he would have been able to run up and catch. I said, wait a minute. What do you mean Constantine wouldn't be able to do that because of his age? I said, that's a little bit of an age. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. Thank, thank you. He said 72. Uh, okay, well, close to 80. But, yeah, he's pretty much saying, yeah, I don't think Constantine... Like, eight, wait a minute. How you, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, real, real quick. For I those who are doing math. I just did it. I just did it. 72 to 80 is eight years. <laughs> I, I just think I, I said I said I said that I said the age discrimination ain't cool, Steve Johnson. I love you, but to say Constantine can't do this and that, he's not strong enough to. Because he said he said he pulled up the robbery. How he was able to do that? I'm like, well, wait a minute. He could be a strong eighty or seventy year old man. How you gonna do that, man, like that? But I'm gonna let you go, Candace. What did you think about Steve Johnson being smart? And we got the other two ladies who's just so naive to believe, and Maggie as well. 
And consciously is good with lying, Ma- but yeah. Ma- Maggie, girl, we talked about this. I love need you to do you. No, this ain't no love story. This ain't Taylor <laughs> Swift. That, no, Maggie, girl, come on now. Maggie's falling you, in love again. Yo, you need to be haunted by the ghosts of Mickey and Victor right now to get your brain cells working. Because I ain't falling. And you better not fall for it either. Sir, mm. sit down somewhere. See? Okay. <clears throat> for those who keep saying... Steve has no purpose. That patch needs to let the others handle certain things. There, there are certain things that, you know, yeah. But when it comes down to being smart, especially to see shady people and shady bitches, this is the man who bought a rug from Walmart and tried to say this is one of Victor's, like, final things. Steve is on top of it. Steve is on top of it and... I'm just going to say this right now. Mm-hmm. You're going to see plenty of Steve Johnson in the next couple of weeks, honey. Okay? So ready. let's get ready. Steve Nick, Steven Nichols is going to be on your screen every single day. Steve, Patch is going to be the one. Every day, well. Steve won. T, T, you just messed up my whole Roman Reigns thing I was going to do. Like, you uh-huh. just messed it up while saying that. But, no, I'm just saying, he he's smart. He knows Maggie, come on, girl, please don't fall for him. I don't want to see no weddings. I don't want to see no love scenes. I don't want to see nothing. This guy's a con. He doesn't, he just, he just, he just trying to take the money. He's trying to get payback. Maggie, girl, come on now. Don't make me come to Salem. I'm going to be honest. I want Maggie and Constantine to happen just so we could get your live reaction on podcast because you've been so... Hell no! I, I will seriously scream! <laughs> I will seriously scream! I bet you're going to be a sick day off. That's going to be a sick day where Candace can't... No, see, I, see, here's the, here's the thing. I don't, I don't know if and you guys are still... Like, for those who are watching... Like, I'm, I have gotten into the habit of... Obviously, I wake up because I you know, go to work. I wake up and that's the first show that I actually watch is Dave. So thanks, Peacock, for making it easy for me. But I will I will say this if that ever happens, Jerry Anderson, I'm li- I'm I'm talking to you because in a couple of days your stuff is going to start. The writing this writer strike material starts this month, okay? If I see anything with kissing or wedding, oh, I'm coming after you, girl. Because uh-uh, we're not doing. See now, I'm like uh-uh, no, mm-mm. I'm like Fred Sanford. Uh-uh, I'm not. I'm not ready. No, I'm coming, Elizabeth. I am not coming yet. I am not ready. No, 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 no. Come on, no. isn't this the beautiful love story? He coming with a con and he twenty four to love. Isn't that how we love the love story? Mhm. Oh wow. Okay. You know, everybody got quiet. Except for you. But no, everyone. No, actually, actually, everyone is respecting because you are talking in this um, instant. We have to wait. For oh, everyone. really? Now, okay. Yeah. Does it seem like you finished your speech? We're gonna we're gonna go to Kim. Kim mm-hmm. might appreciate the love story a little bit more than you. Um, Kim, what mm-hmm. is your thoughts on this whole Constantine lie? Steve is the only smart one in the room at this point. So, what's your thoughts? This is insane. I thank you. Storyline. This, you know, this is it's ridiculous. I mean. Constantine needs to be exposed. He needs to leave Salem. Mm. This is just ridiculous. Wow. I mean, I kind of feel like they should have like a 
a Victor Ghost or something like that what? to just get his, just have make him go away Terrible. and scare him half to death. I just you know at this point they need something. Terrible. This mm-hmm. is ridiculous, and I really, really, really hope Maggie does not fall for this or and this and that. I think it's insane. It's terrible. It really is. And whatever Steve and John find, I hope they come back and just get rid of this man. I just really do because that'll definitely do, that'll leave the justice, you know, that Victor deserves in whatever this guy has going on and payback he's trying to get towards Victor. This is just, it's ridiculous. And it's Actually, oh, honestly, scary too. And I know I, I believe that I think he's in the dead. I think he is, or he was had one foot in, or whatever. I believe so. But he he's something else. And but he he need he, he got should to be in the dead. Got to go. I thought he. I think I think we discussed it. I think he is. But he is something else. And I just I Maggie does not need to fall for this. She does not need to be a, a part of his mess. And. Uh, <laughs> He's discrimination. He's, 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 he's gets on my nerves. He really is. He's ridiculous. Oh yeah, Mary Teresa need to go. I'm sorry, they gotta go. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm I'm sorry, guys, for the age discrimination on the podcast. I feel if this was a younger couple, we would have it. Ain't, it ain't no discriminating. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Uh, no, 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 no. This is see, T is that okay? This is for those. See, I can say this. But you know how you love that wife? No, 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 no. These are, this is this is the couple that like Maggie and Constantine is that is Constantine is that guy that y'all be watching on de- um Dateline and on Lifetime movies. That calls the old lady no, when the lady loses wow. her husband and all of a sudden it's a rich oh, lady and all of a sudden yes. and all of a sudden That's this, right. this 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 guy comes out of the blue pretending <laughs> that he was best friends with the person yes. to try to get the insurance money. Y'all know yes. y'all was watching forty eight hours the other That's night so on, on crime TV. They were talking about it. And on and girls. Thank you. And not only that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And Carrie knows the story, too, because something happened up her way, too. So, uh-uh. We ain't going to say this was a love story. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. I gotta say that's really nice for you to defend this, but if this was a younger couple, we'd say that's gonna be so nice when he falls in love with this lady for real. That's that's what soap operas is about. So you know what, Constantine, I hope he really falls for Maggie, and you know we get into. I hope he falls for Maggie too when Maggie pushes him off the tower. I hope Maggie pushes him off the balcony and he goes and he falls like sand yes. through the hourglass. This is Constantine. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I hope so too. Oh. Well, I'm sorry for the I'm sorry for the two Maggie and Constantine fans that's there. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I would like, like to know who they are, Tia. 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 I'm gonna see a poll. Let's hope to at least get one person. Tia. 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 Right. One for you, Tia. Right. And Tia. And Tia probably gonna say it's two because you know what? You know who the other person is. I'm gonna tell you who the other fan is. Watch. Watch this. Hey, Tia. Say it. Say say. Follow what I'm about to say. No, just say it's it's two of us. Say it's two of us. I'm not saying that. No, no, you said it's two. No, you said it's two. You said it's two fans. I'm not. I'm not. So say it's two. Say it's two of us. Just say it's two of us because you did it earlier. 
It's tears only trying to right? give all the couples they love. That that's all. But you know, hey, they're not a couple yet. Shout out to Tia and her alter ego, Mia. <laughs> oh, that's you know what. I, I would say though, you know, since we're on this topic, I wasn't going to bring it up, but we could. Uh, you could start with you, can This with Teresa and Alex. Alex, I, I don't understand how you literally walked in on Cassidy saying hey, you could be using him for the money, and you just shrugged that off and moved on. Like, how idiotic can you be? But so much we still Alex. got Teresa and Alex going on. Do you actually believe this is going to be a love story where he falls for her, then find out the truth? What are you feeling about Teresa and Alex right now? Alex, unlike Maggie is a smart cookie because here's what I think is going to happen. I think he's going to pretend that he's going to fall in love with Teresa, and Teresa's going to be like, <laughs> and then at the worst possible moment, Alice is going to get call her out on her con. Hello? That's, see, Maggie, that's what Victor's family knows about. Con artist. Okay? Thank you. Thank you very much. So that's where I say you know, this whole cat and mouse, well, you know, game is okay. But like I said, I think Alex is going to pretend that he's going to fall for Teresa because I think that, you know, obviously Teresa wants that. But at the end of the day, I think Alex is going to call her out on it. Okay. See that, Maggie? Um, Candace, question. How do you feel the, the the question is, would you be okay if Maggie, Maggie and Constantine have a love story before the truth come out? Do you like that question or you don't want that question? You want it to be a different question? You really want me to cuss on the show, don't you? I'm trying to get to see how many fans we could get in this, but okay. There's no fans! There's none! Okay. I think I'm being honest. And Tia, 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 it's just you and your alter ego, Mia, okay? It's Mia and Tia. That's what you're saying. You know what? I will be shocked if it's 1% here, but question, Kim, go for it, Teresa and Alex. Uh, I don't, well, okay, so with Teresa and Alex, I think this is another one that I'm not too fond of, not as boring as the Everett Stephanie stuff, but I'm kind of like, okay, Alex, you know, eh, I, I really, I just, I just, I don't know if he believes what he heard, but I hope he does, and wakes up and realizes that she really is, like, she, you can tell that she's just, get nervous or whatever, especially when he overheard their conversation. He That was written all over her face then. So I just want him to just kind of just definitely have his guard up. And if he is just tricking her or whatever, then we need to know about it. Because at this point, I don't even, I can't really say that he does know for sure and that he is going to pretend or whatever. So I just, I'm going to need proof of that for now. But I mean, other than that, I'm just like, okay, I mean, we'll see. I'm not, honestly, I'm not too fond of Alex and Teresa anyway. So with that being said, we'll just have to see. Uh, Wait a minute. Simone in the chat room said said I'm number two. Is she number two for Maggie? (laughs) What is she number two for? Simone? You're like the, you're I'm like the kids in my class. 
You're like the little kids in my class that doesn't want somebody to be by themselves, so you want them to feel like, you know, they were a part of a class. You know what, Simone? You know what? If that, I, you know what? Somebody else in the chat room said, I could see it, but it won't work. Because they, because they real. They're real about it. Only T, see, Tia is, you guys, Tia really wants this. She wants this as much. Look, here's wow. the thing, you guys. Let me let me break it down about Tia and Constantine and, and Maggie. Let me let me know. This is not fake news. See, you guys, Tia loved Brady and Chloe. Okay. And he, she's always wanted that couple. You know that couple that doesn't seem like they should be together, right? There's an obstacle in their sense. way. But you know, she wants she wants that that trauma, that that psychological pull, ally Sharon and Adam, right? She wants that and that's what she sees in Maggie and Constantine. She really wants it, you guys. So, you know, Simone, that was really nice of you to say that. So so Tia wouldn't feel by herself. So yeah, well, Simone, star, Simone. She said she said she just wants a good villain to stay well, but not necessarily with Maggie. There you go. But that's that's she's she not a Maggie and Constantine fan. No, I, I don't think you. She's a Tia, you still by yourself, baby? Because she said she said okay. she wants a good villain, but she doesn't. I gotta say, yeah, so. I'm so sorry for the fake news she spread. I do not ship this couple. But uh, okay. Uh, the next, our uh, last story I, today I, I, is... Uh, she does. Dim- no. Dimitri is confused that the Salon have a new healthy baby boy the second that Nicole supposedly died. And the cremated. Uh, no one is still in the oh. hospital, but uh, uh, okay. All right. He puts his... He used his brain cells to put everything together. All the while, Leo is still at the jail, still getting an integration... Room and then Jada said she had dropped the charges if he throws Dimitri under the bus. Leo said he would not do that. Dimitri make it clear that he don't care at all about if he Jolie gets their child back. He only cares that Leo is being charged for a child who was alive. He pretty much threatens the loan. He needs some money. He needs the charges dropped. And then he would keep his mouth shut. She agrees to that, that she would do that. All the while, we have Nicole that bumps into um, Eric. She asked, can she hold the kid? He at first was like, what the heck? But then he lets her hold the kid. The second she holds the kid, she remembers holding that child late on the road. And she says, this is my child here. Eric obviously thinks that she's going crazy. And she has lost her mind right now. And she tells EJ, I know this is my kid. And EJ, again, doesn't believe her. She tells Holly this. Holly also thinks this ain't quite right, but she does something different. She goes to Eric and says, hey, can we please test your baby? She said, I know that it's not the kid, but this could at least reassure my mother that this is really not the baby, and then she could sort of move on with the life. Eric shockingly agrees to that. He goes down to there, and I think the good twist here is that Nicole is actually using her DNA. So she says, here, let me grab my toothbrush and let me do that. I don't know why they're going to just swap her mouth, but that's just me. They, so they're going to use the toothbrush and run it to get a DNA test to see if this is her baby. Okay. Yep. Candice, your thoughts on this story here? Tia, you've always wanted this. A DNA test. But do I trust Salem Memorial? Hell no. <laughs> well, this is like the, I don't, the DNA test on this baby. But this is my yeah. thing. Okay. 
I'm all over the place with the storyline, and kudos to Ari, Greg, Dan, um, Homegirl to Place Alone, and all of because and Greg and um, Peter, because I'm like, all right, comma, it, comma for Nicole because of all the stuff that she's done. I feel bad about Nicole and EJ. Y'all know about this. I Like with, with Eric, he's literally like Liam. He adopted his own child and doesn't even know it. I'm everywhere with the storyline. I was so glad when they said the DNA, but at the same time, I was like, this is Salem. This is Salem Memorial Hospital where body parts aren't, people aren't dead when they're supposed to be dead. Thanks, Kayla. Um, is Kayla doing the DNA test? Mm. I think it's just about it's, who's going to switch this. Why would you use a toothbrush? Right. What happened if somebody else used this toothbrush before? Like, I, I just, well, I mean, uh, well. I will hope not, but with this show. Right, well, I'm just saying, ew. Right, but I'm just saying, like, okay, you go ahead and do that. But I don't, like I said, I don't trust, you know how I am about Salem Memorial. I wouldn't go there even if I broke a toe, if I broke my nose. I would go somewhere else to get a D, get one DNA, but guess what I'll be doing? Getting another DNA test because somebody could screw that first one up. At the end of the day, I mean, we... <sighs> It's a storyline that is old as time. But Nicole knows. Like, Nicole has that instinct of, that's, that's my kid. Real quick, shout out to Dave. I know, this is going to be a first. I like the fact that y'all didn't have her go back to being skinny. Because that doesn't work. People have baby weight. People have baby weight for a while. Just saying. You know, not everybody can be skinny minis, right? Okay. Um, and if you are skinny mini, you've been working out during your pregnancy. Shout out to you guys too. I, like I said, there's one thing that I need for when all this comes out. I need for when the truth comes out, I need EJ to go dark. I, I mean, there's going to be a redemption somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm enjoying the performance, but is anybody else feeling this something something is missing or feel like it's being like rushed? I think. Well, I, I, I'm tired of I'm tired of all the switches because I think at this point I know another DNA switch is going to happen, so I just don't even care at this point. Right. It's a little bit. I for long switch like 50 tests at this point. It's a joke at this point. I don't remember a storyline with this many switches in the scene. Well, Parker is up there because I think Parker was like three or four times, but this is just too much. I, I can't with the same person doing this. But I'll go to you, um, Kim. Your thoughts on this? Yeah, um, at this point, I'm tired. I'm, y'all know, I'm a huge Erico fan, so I'm just at this point, I'm just tired of all the switching and stuff like that. I just can't. It's like. I can't tell left and right anymore because all these tests and stuff like that, I don't know which which is which. I don't know what is what or how is how or when is what. It's, it's, just, it's just all over the place at this point, and I'm tired. I'm just extremely tired. And I definitely 100% need for EJ to go dark so he can enter the den. Oh. I, I just really need him to do that. That would be perfect. So, that's what I'm looking forward to most. Of course, my Erica reunion, and then with their baby, and then uh, EJ becoming dark. Those are my two. Uh, his entire storyline right now. Oh, and for Sloan to be put under the jail, and all of them to just just whatever. Melinda, their pardon it. All of it. Dimitri, everything. You know. 
Um, and then for EJ to go dark and Eric Cole to be reunited with their babies, that's all I'm looking forward to. So they just speed it up because, yeah, it, this is just, it, it's exhausting right now. I'm exhausted from this storyline. And I got to agree with Simone in the chat room. I said the same thing. She said, she said, what if Nicole grabbed the wrong toothbrush and it has to? But that is true because you grab EJ, he's not the father. See, why can't you just do a swab? At the, you had to do a toothbrush? But again, because uh, even when you do a swab, again, it's Salem Memorial Hospital. But, but, no, but, but yes, being, being real, honest, yeah. that's just stupid. That's more, that, I'm just saying, why would you do that? Just do it normally. Why are you grabbing the toothbrush? I, I would actually, I would actually been smart and took a piece of hair, a sample from his comb. Exactly. Exactly. No, but exactly. no, 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 but, but she's, no, she's taking, she, I think she's taking her own self. She said, I'm bringing my toothbrush, so she's actually testing her own self. That's what yeah, she's testing her own So, yeah, she's testing her Yeah, she's doing the mother test. She's doing the mother test first. And yeah. then it's going to be the other test of, like, because she obviously. Got she just got, I think she just got hers, I believe. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if they do that, because I have a feeling EJ is going to be, for some strange reason, I have a funny feeling EJ is going to be the one to tamper with the DNA of who's the father. Which I ain't going to be mad at. I just, uh, I don't want him getting thrown under the bus for this storyline. I mean, yeah. Yeah, uh. So is there anything else that I missed with uh, days that y'all want to talk about? Or Okay, GH time. Uh, now yeah. to GH. I'm going to just say the quarter main Thanksgiving is ruined yet again. Are we tired of that? Do we, are we kind of tired of these ruined Thanksgivings at this point? What is our thoughts on this one? Are we just tired just have oh, them having okay. Thanksgiving as we go on? So here, okay. With all the soaps growing up, there was always a certain holiday that that made the show like that was your you know go to like with Don Light it was the barbecue you know bar barbecue as well turns you know they always had the Thanksgivings but there was always something real about the quarter main Thanksgiving it's like okay each year they kept saying just like we do you know in real life it's like we're gonna have a great feast and then what happens something mm-hmm. always happens like something you know. So they always is like, we're not going to have pizza this year, but we're going to have pizza anyway. Like, it's just some, it's funny to see rich people eat pizza. Like, that's how the quarter mains are. I think for me this year, I, I was over it because, yeah, yeah, you still got Ned, you still got Olivia, but there was somebody missing. And GH, you're going to have to say something. Like, I don't know, you know. But I was missing Monica. I was missing Tracy. I was missing mm-hmm. the song, you know, we gather around the day, you know, like I was missing all of that feel. I really do wish that I would have saw pictures of Quartermains. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like somebody going to Edward and Lila's picture and da 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 da. Again, like I said, yeah, you had Ned Lewis, and, and, but that was great, but it was still something missing. It's, but again, like, you know, with all family traditions, sometimes you do have to end it because it's not how it used to be anymore. Like, that part of the magic is gone. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, uh, Kim? Uh, you over it? Thanksgiving ruined again for the quarter mates? 
Yeah, I I was kind of like not impressed. I was like, okay, this 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 didn't it didn't hit right. I was like, oh, I don't <laughs> I don't know something was off, and I didn't really feel anything at all. I'm like, this is this is not good, not good at all. And and I hate to say that because I know it's a holiday, Thanksgiving, everything like that. But I feel like they could have had that behind the scenes, their quarter main Thanksgiving behind the scenes. That's it. I gotta agree now. Here we go with uh Sam Scout and Drew. Um, uh, you skipped uh, me. Uh, oh, sorry, I forgot to do what. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead, Zay. Um, all I want to say is that in order to have a quarterman that's given, you need quartermains. Um, yeah. I where were the quartermains? I I I just it fell flat to me. It felt mm-hmm. just there was no no soul or love in this, and you know. Yeah, we need some more quarter mains, y'all. Y'all want to do this bullshit every year? Thank you. They just killed off a quarter main. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And the quarter mains won't even care about that one. So, okay, we got we got Drew Scout and Sam. Drew had told uh, Shock and Sam that he wants uh, Scout to go to Westwood Academy. I think that's an all fancy girls school that's difficult to come in, but he got a spot that was made available. Sam was shocked, like saying, "Wow, it's difficult to get in there." You know how I went there. Drew doesn't. Scout doesn't look all too happy. And then he was. She was pretty much saying, "Hey, do you want me to go?" And he says, "Yeah, of course," and stuff like that. And she says, "Okay, I'll go." Later on, she talks to her mm-hmm. mom and said, "I gotta, I gotta admit that I really don't want to go at all." Later on, she has a discussion with Christina, kind of saying she don't know how to do this as a parent because she knows everything that Drew has went through. But finally, it's hitting to her. That Drew is acting different. She don't know what it is, but he's different. She don't understand how he could even make this big decision without even talking to her first. It's like he's just, you just can't put a finger. Then, you know, Christina's saying, you know, he went through a traumatic experience, you know, probably that's it. And he said, I don't know. I know she feels something that's different right now. And then I think later she told Dante that they're going to have their first co parents in disagreement. Okay. I know this story, I'm going to go first because I, I, I know this story is not going where I want it to go. But I personally would love this storyline to go with Scout thinking her father doesn't want her at all. I had this discussion with Carrie a bit, and I was saying, why does she feel she needs to please her father? And I think Carrie told me something like maybe she feels that her father is going to go away or stuff like that. I think he truly needs to understand you have not been in this lady life. You're just, and you keep leaving her. I think she needs to say, okay. You were dead for a few years, then you came back to life. You came back to life. You you don't see me as much as you should. You easily went to jail, and I was without you again. So I'm just going to do everything I could, even if I don't like it, just to please my daddy because I love my daddy this much. I think Drew is really so – he really is not connected to what he's doing. So if the writers are finally going to put it on screen, what Drew hasn't seen, then I'm okay with it. And, I, again, I don't blame Carly – for any of Drew's decisions. I think Drew is a grown man, and I'm tired of how bad they have written him as a father compared to when he first started on this show a month ago. Wasn't Scout his reason for living in this cage for all those years? She was the reason. He thought about her. He put her name on the war. That was his reason in living, and now it seemed like you just willing to give your daughter up. I wish the daughter would say, why do you want to send me away? Do you want to see me anymore, Daddy? I'm, I'm going to be all the way in a different state. You okay with that? And, I, and Sam, as a mother, I had some issues with Sam. 
I don't quite understand how Sam is like, well, you know, I know my daughter said she can't go, but I don't want to displease Drew. Who the heck can You've been a mother alone for all these years. I need her to start being outspoken because I think after Scout left, I would have confronted Drew to the side and said, wait a minute, how are you making decisions to my daughter without coming to me first? So I think I have a big issue with how this is handled, so I'm going to need Sam to get a little bit of backbone back. But, Candace, what was your thoughts on this story? It's a story I guess none of us seen coming, but I'm here for it if it turns out sort of how I want it to turn out. But what's your thoughts here? So either two things is about to happen. We're about to get a teenage version of Scout because, you know, they always send a kid to boarding school and they come back being 17 years old. Or this is brainwashing. This is mind control, the continuation of Victor Castadon beyond the grave because – when he, when Sam said, you're acting different, the first thing I thought about was those freaking cards. I was thinking about how Victor or whoever has to switch to switch Drew's, you know, mind on and off. This, the other thing I was thinking about is, doesn't this kind of remind you of Charlotte a little bit by, say, by you know, her being a doting daughter to her father, but her daddy mm-hmm. wants to send her away. So that's why I was, mm-hmm. I'm stuck on Drew being controlled right now. Like something is going on where he's trying to send his child away. And I don't think where he said he's going to send her to is where she's going to go. I think wherever Charlotte went at is where um, Scout is going to go at. I think that is, is a mind control situation. What's that being said, though? GH, um, yeah, y'all, y'all did remember that that was his daughter. So, Sam, I don't. This is one of those times where I'm going to say something that's going to be very controversial, and I, you know, there is times where I question why is Sam still on the show in the sense of. Let me explain. I feel as though there's times where they're writing for Sam to be very independent and very outspoken. But at the same time, in this situation, I'm like, uh, like, did, did the show forget that for a certain amount of years, and I'm including Jason in this, she was on her own raising these kids while Drew was non-assistant at a time, and then he came back. And then he died. And then Jason, same thing. Like, Sam can actually function on her own. <laughs> you know, like, she's been a co-parent. She, like, she's parenting these kids. So, okay, I love the fact that Sam is noticing this. I'm just, mm, yeah. That's, I'm going to just go back to it. I think that this is something that Victor's doing beyond the grave because then Victor gives Sam cards. Wasn't it like tarot cards too that he gave her? Forgot or no? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, they were. They were like fortune. I think it fortune. was. Yeah, yeah, it was cards. So that's why when when soon as when soon as she said that, like I said, I was like, wait, cards triggered Drew's brain. I said, what if he's being controlled, and Sam is going to have to be the one to undo it. Or or something like that. Like I've just seen this. It's like the same scenario with Charlotte and Valentine. So yeah, but I don't think. 
I do think we have to make it clear that, that they, this is a rewrite with Valentine. He never sent the kid away. He could never get access because Victor allowed that to happen. I think the show has right. been written that the last few months, to be honest. Well, you got to remember, yeah. you got to remember, we had we had different writers, so. Well, at least remember the story because that's clearly not what happened. But, yeah, he tried right. to get her from boarding school, and then Charlotte also cursed out Victor, which I think they also forgot that scene as well. Right, and that's why I said, again, when you're, when, you know, the writer strike, obviously, you know, that happened. You had some people who didn't know or they should have known. I'm just saying. Unlike, you know. GH, you didn't have a young Rafa situation. I do truly hope that they do go deeper with the Drew thing. Like, it has to be, like, I think with Simone. Like, like, on the percentage level. I was going to say, on the percentage level, how much trust do you have or you would like to have for them to do it? I don't have much trust, but because I think for some reason they're just making Drew off to be just a decent, great guy, so he can never do nothing wrong. But I would like to, even if he's not essentially doing it, I would love for Scout Phillips to be dad. Do you even want me or anything? Like, just to have that dialogue, even if he say he does, I don't think he love her, but I think he's unintentionally not realizing what he's doing right now. That's why I'm kind of still sticking on that whole brain. Like, something is, like, I feel like he's being controlled. Even before the the brainwashing, it was this. Like, you literally went to jail without even caring. You said Scout Hood. No, that was was, was dumb stupidity. That was dumb stupidity. So so that's why me, I wanted to go, like, Dad, why you keep disappearing? So I kind of hope we get Mm -hmm. here about the story well. Uh, uh, Kim, what are your thoughts on this story here? I mean, I agree completely. I, I was surprised that Sam didn't speak up and say anything or whatever. And the fact that she went to Dante and said that, you know, have our co-parenting issue. Well, no, it wouldn't have been an issue if you would have just pulled them to the side and said, hey, wait a second. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on here? You know, we got to consult. We're, we're co-parenting. I'm, I'm the parent, too. So we need to agree to this. So I didn't like that part of it. And I would really like just another one. I think I kind of see, and this is going to sound horrible, you all, but I kind of compare Drew with Stephanie, the character, I should say, boring. So I need him to be revived or whatever, too, if you will. Um, not necessarily turning dark, but I mean something, you know, something to where he is more interesting and more intriguing and something is wrong or whatever. And Scott notices and everything and just kind of says, hey, well, you know, you don't want me here this, or just something. I just need for him to do something and to show that side of the concern that Sam is seeing. And just still, even when she speaks up and say, hey, this and that, and they have a big disagreement or argument. And he has changed, you know, for the worse. I just, that's what I need from the storyline too. Too, um, to make it more interesting, and I really do need Sam to step up. She is the mother. Go ahead and just say it. Then, if you have an issue, say it. Speak up. You know, you taking care of Scout. You should have that that say too, even more so. Honestly, so I mean, we'll see what happens. Jay. My only issue with the storyline is Carl is going to get blamed for it, and that's my issue. Like, I feel like Drew's going to be off, let off the hook, but all of his decisions he's making is because of his relationship with Carly, which I don't agree with. This is a grown-ass mm-hmm. man over 40, so I think that he, his failure to see what the, the decisions he's making as impacting his child has nothing to do with Carly, but of course... My mm-hmm. girl get blamed for it. And that's my only issue with the storyline. I'm tired of all these men doing shit on this show. I agree. And always was Carl's fault or is the woman's fault. 
I, I just I feel like they're setting it up for a you have the two between Carly and and uh Scott, which he doesn't have to. And it shouldn't be a comparison. He has to choose his child. So I think that's what they're gearing up to, which to me is stupid. Um, I feel like, you know, down the line, if Scott was a little bit older and she wanted to go after her father for his treatment, I think it's fine. But I think she's a little bit too young to have this this storyline right now. I feel like, you know, to me, it's just, it's not been fleshed out more. It's not, no, Scout doesn't know the behind-the-scenes stuff that happened with Drew. Like, I don't think she knows everything that went down for him going to prison. So, does, does she know that he chose to go to prison or he he sacrificed himself for Carly? Like, I don't know if she knows that unless she overheard that. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish that they would just, if they're going to do this, they have to make this a freaking storyline. They have to they have to put down the, the layers for us to go mm-hmm. this far. I feel like I'm it's just being thrown at me. Um, so, and, and despite Drew's issues, that man loves his daughter. I, I just think that if you guys are going to do this, GH writers, you can't just, you have to plant the seed in our heads. I think you have to, we know what he's doing, but the scout know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm just, I, I feel like, you know, I feel like they're telling us stuff, showing us. Like, I would have loved to see a scene with Scout and her mother while Drew was in prison, asking her, you know, did he did did he mm-hmm. volunteer to go to prison? Or maybe if she's so grown, have her confront Carly. Like, you know, why is my mom, why is my dad in prison? Not you. I Googled it and you're the one who did it. But my like mm-hmm. I just think that they could have they could have built on this. So I'm I'm sorry. I'm just not, I just I think that this is just it's not it's not a good storyline. I think it's just a storyline to, in my opinion, keep this narrative that, you know, Drew's a bad father and he's gonna choose Carly himself every time, which I don't care what they do, I don't believe it. Yep. Um next story we got uh TJ and Molly. Unfortunately, this, uh, this story is still going on. The lady said she had a miscarriage, which I don't truly believe in, to be quite honest. But she, so that means they have to be on the search for another baby. Molly is ready to jump right in. TJ is like, no, I need to pause too early. So he's been having a lot of scenes with Portia lately. They become, look like very close friends. And she pretty much tell him that, you know, time doesn't wait for anyone. So she's kind of team Molly with how she's rushing to things. She breaks down. She had a conversation with Willow as well. I don't remember her and Willow ever having a scene, but I guess they were uh, off-screen BFF. She breaks down and says, I'm not going to have a baby and all that foolishness. And I guess Christina, I'm not sure if it was a Friday episode, probably, where she offered to be a surrogate again. Um, and also we got Christina Blaze. It seemed like something is cooking in the oven. Just don't care about them as well. So Candace, your thoughts on both stories? Um, we knew that Christina was going to probably be the surrogate. Um, um, I will say the new, new, new Molly. I, I, I like her. I like, I like her chemistry that she has with everybody. Um, but yeah. Okay. Christina and Blaze. I, I see everybody saying who they hope Blaze could be, but at this point I'm kind of like, mm, I don't think so. I, y'all know where I stand at with this. Um, 
I'll see what I I'll see what they do with them. Um so yeah. Um and who else? That was it, right? Christina Blaze, Holly, yeah, I mean uh, Holly, Lord Jesus. And TJ and Molly, and Portia, TJ. sharing a lot of things. So, yeah, I don't see anything from it. Okay, but can, I, can, can, I, can I question something? Like, um, I, I know that I'm supposed to see something between TJ, I mean, and Portia. I know that. I, I, I guess I'm supposed to see that, but I don't see it. I don't need that. I don't see it. I don't see it. I, 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 I'm going to, okay, can I, I'm going to be really bitchy right now. I see more cam between TJ and Jordan than Portia and TJ. <laughs> and, and I know that's wrong because Jordan is his mama. But, yeah, that's where I, I just, I don't see it. I I mean, are they trying to do what they should have done when it was Willow and TJ? I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't see it. I'm yeah. right with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kim, your thoughts on this? Um, with the whole Christina and Blaze, I mean, I guess we'll see. I kind of don't know where they're going with it, but, I mean, I guess, okay. And um, with the whole Molly and TJ, uh, yeah, he, he's against, you know, he's against it or whatever, and she's continuing the process anyway of finding another surrogate and everything, and now Christina offered I don't know how he's going to feel about that. Um, so that would be kind of interesting. I do like the new Molly. Um, so that's, you know, she fits well into this role or whatever. So that's cool. But, oh, I, y'all, I have to confess. So after watching, I believe oh, it was geez. the Friday's episode, Thursday. I forget, I, forget, I forget if it was Thursday or Friday's episode, right? I see uh tj and 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 portia kind of like saying so i i see that and i was like huh what what is happening here so i rewinded it again i was like let me just let me just see let me just feel it out let me just feel the vibe right so of course i didn't see anything i mean okay with the whole romantic thing obviously it's too soon for that but the Kim test was Kimming. And I really think that they definitely have potential to cheat or whatever. I see it. You know, he could fight dinner, they could fight. It's just going you know, to work, you know, together. You know, I know how that is. You work together, everything. You know, they're both doctors or whatever. You know, I just see that. I just see it. And that would be so good and so peaceful. So. I'm actually, I'm actually now entrusting GH to do that. Uh, we we'll see. You know, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt if they do it right. But I actually see a whole. I can see it. I can see it happening. I can. And I like it. I I like the potential. So yeah, those are my thoughts on that. Okay, the first person on the uh, you know, on board. Okay. Oh, Jay, your thoughts on these clothes? You know, I just, I feel like none of this rings true to me. Mm-hmm. DJ and Molly aren't even married. They had a unconventional union or whatever the freak they wanted to call it a few years ago. And I feel like 
Molly being a lawyer and being a smart and educated and there's so much more that she can be. I don't find it truthful that she's so hungry to have a baby. And if she mm-hmm. couldn't have a baby and she wouldn't have, have a baby, I don't think that she would be in this frenzy to, I just think that it just seems kind of out of character for her. I would think that TJ would be the one, you know, baby, 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 and Molly would be the one more reserved. So it doesn't ring true to me. I, I just feel like the role should be reversed. Um, Molly is supposed to be, you know, um, unconventional and, you know, with the times and have her be so baby hungry. I mean, baby crazy. It's just She's young, she's beautiful, she's a lawyer. Like, there's so much more they could do with Molly instead of having her, you know, be so desperate for a baby. This storyline has been going on for over a year now. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And now they're going to rope in Christina, who is the more so of a free spirit, spirited, who is the more spirit, is free spirit, who is bisexual. Again, there's so many possible um, storyline. Um, storylines for, for for Christina and now they're going to sell her with a freaking surrogate storyline. I just think that this is a this is an unfortunate mistake that they're making with these two characters. Like, the Davis girls you know, are more, I would say that Sam, who's with Dante right now, I feel like they should have Sam want to possibly have a child with Dante. But I think that you know, there are other characters on this show who you know, Tina and Sonny, I, I think there are more characters on the show who can have that baby frenzy storyline, not Molly and TJ. At this point, I'm like, enough is enough at this point. I, I'm just, I'm tired of it. And I don't see no chemistry between Portia and, and TJ. I see a, a, a colleague. I see a, a friend. I don't see um, them having an affair anytime soon. And to me, if they wanted to make an affair in Sophie, it'll be TJ and Christina. Not TJ and Portia. Like, I, I, what? I, I don't, I'm not a writer, okay? I, so I, I just think that the storylines are, are there. They're just not writing them. Like, Christina is supposed to be a sexual being. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be the screw-up of the family. She's supposed to be, you know, unlike, you know, my, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the uh, opposite of Molly. You know, I just feel like, you know... Uh, I don't know. And if Christina getting pregnant from an affair with TJ, that's more soapy, not a surrogate storyline. I don't know, guys. I'm just not, and I'm not feeling, I was feeling Blaze and Christina at first. Now I don't, I can care less about Blaze because that's not the focus of the story. You're going to think this Blaze going to stick by Christina who's pregnant by her sister? I mean, I, I don't buy it. I mean, uh, GH just so disappointing. This week is just trash. You know, I feel like once again, uh, is Dan and Chris back? Of course they are. Like I feel like they're sucking the soap out of this, out of this show. And quite frankly, the the scab writers weren't that they moved stuff along, but they weren't better either. Like I think that I don't know, I, I, guys. It's just not working for me. You know, I, I like the new Molly, but I feel like there's some storyline potential there. And watching this, this you know, young you know, mid-20s woman, you know, early-20s woman, you know, be so desperate for a baby, you know, it's just, it's just not, 
my cup of tea. You know, I'm more, I feel like Molly, they're so against tradition. I would think that they would be more so focused on their careers with TJ being a doctor and Molly being a lawyer um, to, to, to be, you know, sure, let's have a baby. But if they can't have a baby, I just don't see Molly being this desperate enough and to, to allow her sister to carry her child. Uh, but if y'all like it, I love it. I, I, I what next. I think we all agree with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pair all three of these couples together. Just, okay. Finalist, Finn job is on the line. Uh, yeah. Brooklyn and Chase. Chase proposed to Brooklyn. Nina, Sonny, it seemed like Nina is incapable of telling him one truth at this point. I mean, she Anna came in the her and said, hey, how do you feel that you enabled Charlotte to do what she did? You know, kind of made her do all this. And then she said, pretty much this is not between her. This is, has nothing to do with it. She was just protecting the friend of vanity. She said, oh, okay. So will Sonny see it that way? Sonny noticed it was tension between Anna and Nina, but she said, don't worry about it. It's no big deal and stuff like that. Also, Michael continues to hold the cards about what she needs to be doing when it comes to Wally and keeps threatening her. And okay, all right. So let me go through this first. I'll go through it. Then Liz, I, I don't, I don't, I don't care about the storyline because, like, I don't think he should be getting fired for this. So I'm like, I don't care. Brooklyn and Chase, I didn't actually watch the scene. I know about it. I just didn't watch Friday's episode, so I gotta withhold how I feel about the proposal until I probably watch it before tomorrow's episode. Yeah. Nina and Sunday, man, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but man, I used to really, the first year or two, I really enjoyed this couple, but the GH is really sucking the life out of this couple, and it's literally because I'm having an issue with the fact Nina cannot tell him the truth. At this point, okay, I can understand, SEC, okay, I'll, get you, I'll give you that. You cannot even tell him about Charlotte? Sonny won't care. If you think, if if think Sonny is going to leave you for Charlotte, then what are you even with this fool for? All he's going to say was, man, I wish you had told me, but okay. I'm happy that she's getting the help she needs. You can't tell him that you know about the Charlotte thing. Why? And literally just confronted you about this. This makes literally, literally no sense that you can't tell no truth. Well, unlike with Sonny, he already told you and you accepted this going in the relationship. It's some stuff about the mob I'm not going to say. He told you this and you pretty much said, well, I accept it. So I didn't actually later on in the week, she's going to say, well, I deserve to hear it from you first when it came on and stuff going on with the bataille and the hug. So wait a minute. You want Sonny to tell you the truth, but you are incapable of even telling him you lost a pair of shoes at this point. Any lie, you, you can't, you're incapable of telling him everything. And at this point, you keep getting manipulated by Michael is also a joke. It's time for you to put on your big girl panties on and tell Michael, hey, if you feel that big and bad, just tell Sonny and i deal with it. Or you tell Sonny yourself, I'm just... I like Nina and Sonny, but the storyline is sort of just just terrible for me. But where are you at with all three parents, uh, Candace? Okay. G.H., Frank. I, I would like to say that, you know, we, we, and when I say we, we the audience and you, we have a good relationship of where we can be honest with ourselves about certain things. You guys are really pushing it with this sin. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to say this. I like Michael Easton. I do. I like the character of Finn up until a certain point. And when I say a certain point, I mean when it got to the point where it was like, okay, he was lead for, this, for these particular stories, 
Now you can backburn him just a little bit. Not all the way, but put him in the, in the supporting secondary spot. But you keep pushing him in down my throat by having him be in places that he wasn't supposed to be in. Do you understand how that is? Now he has some a lawsuit. When was the last time he talked to his daddy? When was the last time we saw his father? Isn't his father still dying or no? Did they find a cure? Is, is that over? Is that storyline over with? Because I've lost count. Okay. So, again, Elizabeth is going to try to do something, da 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 I don't care. If this was something that happened, like, again, with the mixture of TJ and Portia and I was going to say Patrick, Lord Jesus, and all these other people that I, I would, but I just don't see, I don't, I don't see it. But I'm going to say something. I'm questioning the timing of this storyline. And look, you know, Roger Howard is gone. Okay, we'll we'll talk about that too. Yeah. I'm just questioning some things. It's just this is Candace's opinion. I don't know nothing, but I'm just like this came out of nowhere a little bit. I don't know. Um, so th- you got that. Who was the other? Who was the other one? Um, uh, Chase proposes Chase. to Brooklyn. Let the record show. Earlier this year, I said that was going to happen because it's, damn it, I wish I could have gotten invested with this. You have a scene where they're all talking and Chase is like, I want to be the one and I want to, like, Brooklyn, would you marry me? And I'm thinking to myself, GH, you have no idea how you f this couple up for me. Before Spencer and Trina, I used to like Chase and Brooklyn. I thought they were a really good, solid couple. I really enjoyed enjoyed it. But, again, something happened, and I just lost all focus. I feel as though this is your – this is – you know, we talk about how some of these writers push a lot of storyline. And, Danny, Chris, I don't even know if I can even credit you for this because I do feel as though this, this particular couple of months, there was more movement with Chase and Brooklyn than it was when, when like, 2020, 2021. I think that's when they kind of hooked up. I'm not too sure how I feel about it because, again, I'm not invested. I, I, I wish I was. I mean, it was, it was cute, you know, when he, get, you know, proposed and everything, but I'm just like, oh, okay, yay. You know, like, it's kind of like, okay, well, that was the only clear option they had left, so... I don't know if they're trying to say I don't I don't I don't know about them. Now when it comes down to Nina. Cynthia Watchos next year, daytime Emmys. Cynthia Watchos daytime Emmys. Because literally that's the only thing that's holding me to watching is her performance. This storyline, this whole thing is so what, what Okay, GH, are you okay? Are you trying to start the road to Valentine and Nina again? Because that's what I'm saying a little bit. Is that is that what's happening? You're trying to, you know, shift and move a little bit to, for Nina because Nina loved that girl. And, and I don't know what you're talking about because you've done some stuff, to, Peter. 
I don't. I really don't understand the writing for Nina anymore because it's, again, like you just said, tell the truth. Why can't she tell the truth? What is like it? It. it I, yeah, I can't. I can't even because I'm so disgusted. Like how Jay is disgusted about the Christina stuff. I'm so disgusted of where they're, what they're doing with Nina. I'm disgusted of the fact that okay. Like the whole Nina and Sunny, and I and I do like them. I do, but I'm with you, Tia. They're sabotaging it for me. I I don't I don't get what's going on. I really don't. Uh, it's, it's it's sad to say that, but um, I don't know. Happy Happy Thanksgiving. I don't know. And thoughts. Um. So with Ben and Liz. Next with them, with her, with his storyline, and the whole issue with the malpractice and stuff like that, and that's part. That part is honestly intriguing to me. But just him and 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 Liz are next for me. But I just want to see his part of the storyline with that whole malpractice suit. It was the GA's lawyer. I thought that that's pretty. That's going to be pretty interesting. Um, and now with. Chase in Brooklyn. Uh, this is another couple. I'm like, okay, all right, it's cute. Next, and then with Sunny and Nina. Oh, I hate to say this, y'all. I really do. Mm-hmm. I no longer oh. Sunny and Nina, and I was a huge. You no longer shipping says. No, I'm yeah, that's correct. I am no mm. longer a shipper mm. of Sonny and Nina. And I can't I'm gonna let this are y'all I'm saying this now, December third at nine eleven PM my time. Mm-hmm. I am no longer a Sonny and Nina shipper because I just I, I can't. I can no longer I what they're doing I, I, I just hate it. The fact that Nina just She'd rather be blackmailed by Michael of all people than just tell her mm-hmm. to suffer whatever consequence comes her way. This is just insane. I mean, Michael of all Michael, you can't be blackmailed by. This? You sound like Zenday right now when he said RJ. You sound just like Michael, right? You know, I'm telling you, this is crazy for me. Like. I just want to punch Michael in the face. I need him to be in a coma. I I need for Aunt Jordan and well, YR to, to 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 do something to him. He needs to be locked up. Michael needs. I just I just cannot stand Michael and Nina is no better with her going along with this mess and just getting herself just digging herself a deeper hole. This I mean it's absolutely insane. And then for her not to tell Sonny about Charlotte, like, this is just not good. It's not good at all. And I can no longer be on the Sona ship because of Nina. Now, this is absolutely – I'm sure if she just let him know everything in the first – she should have let him know in the first place. And, yeah, he would have been mad, okay, whatever, whatever. But I really honestly think that they would have eventually got over this hurdle. But now this is just too much. Mm-hmm. Like, this just – 
I just can't. At this point, I don't care if Sonny never forgives Nina once the truth come out or whatever. I, I just, at this point, I don't care. But I also do not want Michael to get away with what he's done either and everything. And mm-hmm. His involvement in everything, want to kill Sonny, you know, he was mad at him, and just this whole, and, and the whole, you know, Dex and everything. And, and, and then, of course, Black Man with Nina now, too. I mean, for him to go down as well. If Nina's going down, he's got to go down as well, because this is just unbearable, y'all, and I hate the storyline. I love me some Sonny, but I just don't like Sona anymore, and I hate to say that, but I just I just no longer can be can ship them any longer. And Nina and Michael both, you know, they're going to go down. They've got to go down together at this point. I'm just, I'm over it. Well, so we'll Jay, I know you haven't cared for Sonny and Nina for a long time, but now we got three couples I think you don't care about. Chase and Brooklyn, you jumped off that too, then Sin and Liz, so pairing on all three, uh, filling on all three storylines. Um, Finn and Liz can kick rocks. Chase and Brooklyn can kick rocks. They have just destroyed that couple. They took away all of the 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 the, the romance and just mm-hmm. put them on a back burner. And they expect us to continue with them. I think they're boring. I think you know, GH is just. I'm sorry, she's fucking up so bad, and I just yeah. don't understand why. I don't. I don't, I just don't. I don't let me turn my sorry, let me turn my phone off because I know I'm just beeping. Um I just I just I don't I don't get it. Like I don't understand how you have Rebecca Herbst and Michael Easton and you can't do nothing with them but this. Like, even if they didn't have chemistry, the writing still sucks. So maybe if you mm-hmm. gave them some something to chew on, maybe it'll be more interesting. Like I, I just I'm not, it's just not clicking for me. Like, like, come, oh, anyway, uh, Chase of Brooklyn next, Finn and Liz. I've, I've been trying. I feel like the hatred for Finn and Liz is just so ridiculously unnecessary and, and over, you know, exposed. And it's just, you know, I feel like they never had a chance, but I can't, I have no leg mm-hmm. to stand on when the writing is trash. So I can't defend mm-hmm. Finn and Liz when they they have no right to back it up. I mean, you know, um, they it's been if you think about it, Finn and Liz have been, you know, in this this couple, non couple, whatever for over two years mm-hmm. now. Think about it. Think about Rico and the parents, and you know, a uh, uh, Peter. Like they were involved in the Peter shit years ago. That was two mm-hmm. years ago. And they have not had no movement, but they screwed one time. Big deal. I mean, come on now. They had they penetrated. They had sex. Who cares? Like they're they're two people over forty. I mean, because there's the next. I don't care about that. Um, as far as um, oh Nina, like oh, this woman drives me nuts. And I know I'm a Carly fan, so I do have my biases. I will admit to it. But Nina is just like, you know, you see her bleeding. Instead of getting a Band-Aid, she just lets herself bleed. Like, you have an opportunity to tell the fucking truth. Like, you are mm-hmm. literally digging yourself deeper and deeper and deeper. And I will understand if you and Carly are these rivals, but Carly from, from ain't thinking about you no more. Like everybody is moving on, you're still stuck here. You're still stuck in this 
this nonsense with Carly and Michael when you should free yourself from it and tell the freaking truth. Sonny's going to be pissed. He's going to be pissed off. Ma Corinthos going to be, well, Ma, Ma, Ma Spencer going to be pissed off. But, you know, it, it will pass. I mean, it will pass. Willow will be hypocritical and, 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 and you know, her nose up in the air. And you might have to deal with not seeing Wally for a little while. But it's it will pass. They will get over it. Like, I just don't understand what they're doing with the character of Nina. Like, they have just, and again, and I, I will stand strong on it. She is a Carly bot to me. She is literally, they are writing her like Carly Corinthos. The difference is we are used to Carly being dumb and, and, and making, mm-hmm. that's, that's ingrained in the character of Carly. That is who Carly is. She makes these stupid, rash decisions, and most of the time, Jason wants to come in and save her from herself. That's who the character of Carly is. And then you have Nina, who's unnecessarily being stupid right now, and, you know, ruining, you know, the her relationship with the man that she loves. She had this great wedding. The truth was out. I mean, Mark, Michael confronted her a month ago. Like, why not tell the, just tell tell the truth? But then she 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 thinks she's so much better than Carly and stuff like that when you're just like her. Like, you are literally Carly, but the difference is, Nina, you have the, Carly is who she is. You know, it's, she's the same nutcase she's been since 1996. But you have an opportunity to to prove, you know, that you're much better, that that you are, you know, not Carly, that you, you know, value your relationships with with Willow by telling the freaking truth. You made your bed, now lay in it. But instead, you know, she's just, in a way they're portraying it, I just, I don't understand, y'all, this show, I think out of all, I think, you know, Days is just, ugh. But I feel like GH has an opportunity to fix a lot of wrongs, and they're not doing mm-hmm. it. And I heard for months that the scab writers were so much better. Danny Chris is back. Listen, it's the same bullshit. It's the same. It's the same nonsense. So I don't see much difference, quite frankly, than the scab writers than the actual head writers of the show because I'm watching Nina, and you know, just be. You know, and to give Ma Spencer some credit, you know, she's at Kelly's. You know, she 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 didn't take a deal to work at the hotel. She's moving on with her life. She's with Drew. Like, I would like that for Nina as well. But that has to happen. You have to lay all your cards on the table and, you know, be smart and strategic. Because the moment that Michael would have blackmailed me, I would have told his daddy. Hey, I did. Mm-hmm. Your son trying to blackmail me. Like I think that she, I think that you know Nina is more smarter than she's acting right now, and it's unfortunate that you know they're dra- they're dragging this storyline out. This should be resolved, and we should have moved on by now. Um, this should be going on since the summer, and it's December right now, and it's like you know it's not one of those storylines where you have a great secret that's just so riveting that we want to keep it you know longer, you know to to, to you know build up the. The big reveal. Who outside of Carly, Drew, Sam, Sonny, and Willow gonna care about this? You know, and and what's to say that Sonny's gonna be as angry as we think he's gonna be? You know, Whitman betrayed Sonny before. He's forgiven him. Like I don't, I don't think that you know this is the end of Sonny and and Nina. And plus, 
I don't know who said it. They are literally, they are toying with Valentina and Nina, in my opinion. It seems like they're Kim testing them again. Um, because they've spent a lot of time together and, and with and with Charlotte, it just feels wonky and GH gotta do better. You gotta do better because as someone who um GH has been given a lot of leeway. I feel like I feel like people have um mm-hmm. been so fatigued with Dan and Chris that whatever those scab writers do, um, 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 whatever they the scab writers did. I mean, if you really think about it objectively, it wasn't nothing spectacular. They did a couple of reveals. That's it. I mean, they didn't get rid. They didn't get rid of no characters. They didn't didn't no no uh give people more storyline. Uh, well, that's true. You know, Austin. <laughs> they got rid of Austin, which I mean, you know, I, I that's I think that's more of a uh, HR, not HR. That's more of a you know Frank and them decision, not yeah, the writers. Uh-huh. I, I yeah, think that HR the teeth. But yeah, guys, GHU really sucked this week. Yeah, to the last story, I didn't watch Friday's there was, episode. There was the last story. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the last story is um, I guess Pikeman was revealed. I have no clue. Uh huh. Yes, Pikeman he was. was yep. And then we got who shot Austin. Uh, Sunny found out Dante <sighs> believed it's Ava because Mason said it pretty much that they had a relationship. So now Dante is thinking about that, and Ava oh. was uh kind of. Rushing off Dante, which I, I said, what's, what's her issue? Does she is she okay? And I believe she was burning some letter. I don't know what it is because I didn't yeah. watch Friday episode. But yeah, I, I, I can feel that. Say, that is. I don't, yeah, I would say I don't care who Pikeman is. I really don't. So probably if I watch Friday episode, I would feel differently about it. But I know some people is a mix up. You're not. It was a person they knew or something. So I don't care much about yeah, the story, I, I'll I say it. I'll say it. Everybody thought it was Ted King. Everybody was saying, swirling up and down. Oh, it's Alcazar. It was Alcazar and stuff. So the scene, So what happened was there was a, a customer that came into Kelly's and started a conversation with Carly, right? And the back part of this guy looked at exactly like the guy that we saw. And he then was like looking. I forgot who he was looking at. But you clearly could tell that this was the reveal on a, de- on a DL, right? Okay. You got Ava who got a who got a letter of Austin on the floor dead and saying, I did this for you. You know, you can thank me later. So we don't know who shot or killed Austin. Some people are saying it's Nicholas Castan. Some people are saying something. Obviously it's not Ava though. Ava's being kind of blackmailed a little bit. Um GH <sighs> you know what? I'm just gonna say it. Next year, I need for you guys to no, 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 wait a minute. Mm-mm. Danny, Chris, and to all the writers on all the soaps. It is Christmas time. It is time for reflecting on the year that you've had and what you're going to do for the next year. Okay, I need for you guys, and I know this isn't hard and this isn't easy. But when you come to write a reveal, because this has been this has been going on for how long have we known about this character? Almost six months, right? Like six months, maybe maybe shorter, maybe longer. Don't know. 
GH, but then again, GH, I can't say this was this year because there's been times, again, I can go and count on my hands now how many times you build up something and you let me down. And it's getting to a point now where when it's like supposed to be this big, big reveal, this big moment, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like the big reveal is Tia saying that she's a real shipper for Maggie and Constantine. That's the that's my that's my reveal of the day right there. But <laughs> by the way, Tia, I think you're alone on that island. I just saw that poll. Um, but it's like you're constantly doing this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, nobody's shipping that couple. But it's it's like, come on now, we got to do better. Now, again, <laughs> unlike another show what we're going to talk about in a few minutes, GH, you had opportunities to bring people back that could have been this character, that could have been connected to Sonny's past. Obviously, the top favorite was Lorenzo. That's why everybody is thinking that Blaze is really Lila Ray. It's just... I, <sighs> I don't know. I, if, it would have been better if it was Cyrus for crying out loud. Cyrus had a twin brother. I don't know. But it's just, this isn't, I'm not even for it. As far as who killed Mason, Austin, I mean, yeah, Austin, guess, guess who doesn't care? I give, you a, I give you a hint. It's the person talking, me. Because, again, this was a, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, GH. And this is why I'm going to I, Roger Howard, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss seeing you in daytime. But guarantee in six months, I'll probably see you in Salem. Okay, it's Peter Blake. Just saying, putting it out there for the world to hear. The character of Austin did nothing. Nothing at all. You, I think you had it on, on paper or something. I don't know if it's because of the writer strike. Because I can't blame everything on the writer strike. I can't blame a lot. Of, you know what I'm saying? This was just a poor, ill-fated situation of a situation. What makes it even worse is this technically was another quarterman that you killed. Even though he's not, like, you know, like, you know, like a quarterman, quarterman, he is a part of the link of the, of the family tree. So to me, it's just like, yo, GH, you need to really do better because there are certain things, obviously, that people are tuning in for, and there's some things that people are just holding by the thread on. And then there's some people who are just like moving out, moving out slowly, but still peeking the hope that, you know, their rent got dropped or something. It's just, yeah, it's, but yeah, we, we finally saw, we saw the guy. We, we, we saw him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I hate to say this, but I really kind of don't care who killed Austin either. Um, I was thinking either Nicholas or Cyrus, um, either one of those two. Um, but that's pretty much all I got for that. I mean, eh, I guess now we're just ready for a well, who done it story now. I mean, but yeah, Roger's gonna miss you, you know. But I just didn't like the care. I didn't care too much for the character of Austin, so. We will. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. And next, hello. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, you up next. Yeah. Um. Uh. Next. 
I don't have much for the storyline. I think that um don't care about Austin, don't care that he's dead. Quite frankly, I'm sorry. You know, this character was a dud from the beginning. Um, they wasted him on Maxi, they just had him, you know, walking around town for, you know, they had this nonsense with Ava. It just wasn't it wasn't good. Um I don't know who this person is and yeah, I can care less. I don't. I don't know who he is. I'm sorry, y'all. I just you know, I was. I was. I had to go on Twitter and research so that who this person is. Like, I just don't know who he is. Um, and yeah, I mean, bye, bye, GH. Hey, you sound like Kiki Palmer. I don't know who this man is. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I don't know what kind of reveal. That, was that supposed to be a big reveal? I don't know who the fuck Parkman is. I don't know. Like, I said, like I said, it was a DL. It was literally like a D, like a download reveal. It was like, swerve the chair, the dramatic music. And that was like, oh, so that's the guy. Okay, next. This is nice. So now we can finally transition to the best show of the week. And I think it's why Nog's about to win two straight polls in a week for the first time in five years. We're winning two best show for two straight weeks. So go ahead, uh, Candace, talk to us about the best show of the week. As many of you guys know, me, Young, and Russell, we have had our problems. Lord knows we have had our problems. But I can say this, the last couple of weeks, this is Young and the Russell's to me. Mm-hmm. This is Young and the Russell's to me because you don't have to do a lot of things over the top, and you tie history with your current story line and characters. That is the William J. Bell rule. That's how he did it. So we weren't here, obviously, so let me fill you in what's going on. So <clears throat> Diane has a plan. Shocking. I know. He, she wants. She wants Kyle. She wanted Kyle to pretend to be in Audra and Tucker's plan to take over Jabot because I think people forgot that Audra and Tucker were plotting to take over the industry. Right? Okay. So then Jack. Jack was like, "Hell no, my boy ain't trying to double cross me. Not today, sir. Not today, demons." Billy is like, "You sure about that?" And Kyle is just. He's just Kyle. <laughs> That should be a TV show, Just Cow. Just Cow. So, real quick, because y'all know I'm saving my energy for the for the for probably the biggest story, right? Okay. Tia, your thoughts about the Jabot takeover, Cow, Diane, Jack, and Billy, and all that jazz. I would say uh, the one thing I like about this storyline is that I am confused as to which way Cow is. I know the audience is supposed to believe. He's working with Diane and the Jabot and, you know, Abbott to take out Tucker. That's what we're supposed to believe. But I wonder if deep down he literally is working with them because Billy was making sense. I don't understand how Billy went from being against the world, I don't want to be COO with the insult. Now you are accepting the COO job with ease, and now you want to be a part of the family. I feel bad for how, how I did everybody. I, I'm not sure. I think Billy is the only one with common sense to say Tucker has authority over your man, and he pretty much was saying, I'm – I could gamble. I know when dudes aren't looking correct. And he's like, your son, your Tucker seems confident, and I don't really trust in Cal. His, his change of behavior literally makes no sense. So in a kind of way, 
I would love if the twist was that Cal is playing the Abbott. The only reason I would want that is because we think he's back on the Abbott side. And to be quite honest, I want a messy soap opera, and I do think that would be a good thing. And then Jack would be like, well, my son really betrayed me like this. I don't think we're going to get that. I do believe he's probably betraying Tucker and stuff. But I think Tucker is too smart to get deceived like this. I'm, I'm curious. I'm really fascinated with the storyline, and I really love Billy in this storyline. And with Diane, think this is, I think this plan actually is going to come back to bite her because I'm not sure how much she can actually trust in Cal right now. So I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Jay? I'm, I agree with you. Um, and I don't know, guys. Tucker's is not working for me. And um, I, it's hard for me to care much <clears throat> because Tucker's supposed to be this big, supposed to be this big bad. But one thing bad is, you know, I'm going to be anyway. Bye, next person. Okay, Kim. Um, yeah, I, I, I really don't trust Kyle. I just, I just don't trust him at all. So. I, I just, Diane is just so invested in her son and, and Kyle and doing this and doing that and thinking that this quote unquote plan is going to work. But I definitely see it biting her in the butt. I really do, um, for sure. So I also agree with Tia. I, yeah, with Kyle, I just, I just don't, I don't like him. So I really don't, I don't like him at all. He's just so arrogant. I just, he, I really think that he is honestly working with Tucker, like for real, for real. And, if that's the case, then I really want Diane to eat crow, and I want her to get the. You know, I'm glad it's gonna bite her in the butt because she should not. She should know Kyle is just a wild card. She know that's her son. And everything he's a wild card. So, I mean, they'll get whatever they deserve when it comes out. But um, that's all I got for this story. We'll see what happens with the whole Jabot takeover. We'll see if it succeeds. Um, definitely want. No, uh, uh, yeah. Hopefully. Okay. And, Ka- and Carrie, you didn't, are you caught up or no? She's not caught up, no. Okay. Like I said, I, okay. I know Jack does not want, is like pretending that Kyle is, you know, team Jabot. And what I said earlier about the history I have to kind of remember something that I've always said about Kyle. He's 50% of his father and 50% of his Uncle Billy. With that being said, I have a funny feeling. I have a feeling that Kyle is playing Jabot. I really do think he's playing his father. Only because, Jack, you did the same thing. Remember? Years and years ago, you did the same thing. But you redeemed yourself. I still think, Diane, you know, I've been on the ship, but I don't care, because some of you guys now are starting to see what I'm saying. Diane no, I'm not. Has, no, I didn't say not. you. I didn't say you missed 1% of the Constantine <laughs> Maggie fan club. But it's like Diane is pushing too hard now. And it's sort of like, okay, are you doing this just because, or is there a purpose in, involved in all of this? When it comes to Tucker, let me let me just say this. I've been through three Tuckers. That sounds right. 
And each Tucker wasn't always a baddie, but he wasn't a goodie as far as what the character is, okay? But I'm going to, I'm going to, and actually speaking of Tucker, because I, I, I forgot something, I want to ask you guys about it. But with Tucker, I'm just like, he's smart. He calculates. See, we don't have many, many characters who calculates and strikes at the right moment. He has Audra in the back of his pocket. That is his ace. That is his eight ball. That's his, that, seriously, okay? He put it down on her so hard that she couldn't even think straight, okay? Just saying. So it's like Tucker is, he, he's like, he's calculated. And not for nothing, I think Tucker, Tucker's probably like this. Okay, Kyle, you want to be with us? We're going to make you do some things. But I feel as though Tucker knows that Kyle may be playing for a different team. Just saying. But real quick, you guys thoughts about Tucker and Ashley. Because we did get the flashback of what happened in Perry, okay, where there was um, there was some outbursts. Some people, some of the fans saw something completely different. Some, you know, it was two sides to a different story. Teal, how do you feel about the Tucker and Ashley scene? And do you think Ashley and Tucker are a, a thing? Could they be a thing? Well, I will tell you one thing. I've I've been the most outspoken one. I don't get Tucker and Ashley. I didn't understand Ashley's love for this man when he came back and saying he could change. I said, man, this dude is literally a serial cheater. I just I, I don't quite understand how you can hate hate Diane and love Tucker. That made zero sense to me. If you want to hate Diane, then you might as well hate the person who cheated on you and Tucker with her. So I, I this 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 whole day whole love story. I'm just ready to scrap it. There's nothing that that can happen. For me to buy it, especially since I believe Tucker is more into that young lady, Audra. He literally said it a three, like what three weeks ago. He's like, in another world, we'll be perfect together. He even, even when he was trying to get Ashley back, he was over there sleeping with Audra all the time. That's why I never even bought it at the time. I said he's so full of crap. And guess what? The second, the first time he broke up with, with Ashley, he didn't wait one day and he was sleeping with Audra again. So why would I want Ashley with him exactly? No. I don't know how I feel about Audra and Tucker either. I don't hate them, but I don't ship them. I don't actually know how I feel about this couple. I just know, like, I was when I was watching the scene, I was thinking about what Jade said. Like, my God, she just sleeps around back and forth with many different people. Jeez, goodness. You and Alex might connect on Days of Our Lives or sleeping around y'all, though. You might have Alex beat at this point with what she's doing, but... Yeah, when it comes to – and then that scene, that flashback scene, Tucker, I would say you did come come off like a psychopath. You don't come screaming and hollering like that like you didn't lose your mind. So, yeah, I don't know how I feel about – but I'm really interested in Florida and the Tucker and Audra stuff to see if I could enjoy this ship. I don't really know how I'm supposed to feel about them at all. Kim? Yeah, <clears throat> with Tucker, he definitely is a wild card. Like, he definitely is um, – and, and I'm actually glad they showed the flashbacks of what happened in Paris or whatever because I was thinking anyway, I was like, well, what happened? Like, I just wish, I wish we would know. I want to see the scene. So I'm glad they finally showed us what happened. And Tucker, oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's just, oh, no, that's just definitely not called for. It's horrible. It's terrible what he did or how he reacted. And the Honestly, if I was Ashley, I'd be like, okay, you know what? You go about your business. You go with Audra. Like, whatever. I know he's trying to take down this, that, and the third, but, I mean, he's just 
uh-uh. He's just too much of a wild card for me, and I don't like him and Ashley. I definitely don't like him at all, Joe, because I just think that's just – whether he said that or not it'll be in another life, he still said in another life. So that means not this life because I feel like he still deep down like wants Ashley, but he kind of wants her to – I guess, quote-unquote, show it more or just really just kind of get on her knees. I don't know, and beg him. It's just, but but he's just he, he he's just more of a wild card. And you never know what he's going to do next or how he's going to do it or whatever. He's extremely smart. He knows the game. He knows he, when he's being played and everything like that. He knows about Kyle, too, what he's up to. So, I mean, he's definitely still intriguing. I do like Tucker. He definitely is it's something about him. He definitely is that, that villain-type person or whatever than they did. But he just needs to – he kind of needs to just pull off a bit and, I don't know, get his priorities or what he really wants. Because he keeps saying, oh, I want my son and my son and grandson, et cetera, et cetera. But he just does stupid things and he lies. So this at this point, he just needs to – I don't know, restructure himself, get himself together. And like I said, he don't need, he doesn't need to be with anyone, Ashley or Audrey at this point. Because him and Audrey's relationship to me is just a joke, plain and simple. It just is. I just can't take neither one of them serious when they're, when they're with each other. So, because it just, it makes no sense. So, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, as far as Ashley goes, she's uh, just run far away and just leave him alone. Jay? Um, uh, Tucker, I, a fail, a fail, a fail. Um, I don't buy. First of all, I need more Ashley on this damn show. First of all, like if they want to to to, you know, sell this alleged romance to Alex and this person, whoever he is, Tucker. Um, I need Ashley to be more on the show because from the beginning he seemed more interested in that skank Audra. So. Don't buy it. It's like a scheme to me. I don't think he loves Ashley. I think Ashley don't love herself either. Cause clearly this man's not good for you. Um, and it's your big age of sixty, girl. I don't understand. I can be this dumb, but I guess. But yeah. Next. Like I said, first and foremost, Eileen Davidson put in the work because her shaking and putting her head down. I was like, whoa. Trevor St. John, look, I'm just going to say this. I know everybody doesn't like hearing it, but that's his style. That is his style of acting. He, he's, he's in between, and that's what, for me, that's why with Tucker, I'm okay with him playing it because, again, he's calculating. He calculates the timing to strike. As far as them being a couple, I mean, just just like Victoria, Ashley's had her moments. I and I gotta agree with Abby. You know, Abby, give, give it up for Abby because Abby was kind of smart. I mean, Abby did hit the man, ran him over. So I I don't know. So you know, I just wanted to know where everybody else was saying that. All right, let's get to the real story of the, of the show. This is the this this storyline. Let me tell you right now. This Tia Tia, did you pull it up? About the ratings, did you did you do that? But I think another last time on Deborah Hart, I sure remember. Okay, let me just say this right now. We always say the question is, can soaps bring in new viewers? 
We always mm-hmm. say that. We, that's the million-dollar question. Like, what can General Hospital do to get to their ratings? Vanessa Marcel, Tony Gary, some good writing, some good characters. What can Days of Our Lives do? There's a lot of things that Days of Our Lives do, but, you know, they're trying their best. What can Bone and the Beautiful do? Well, here's the thing. Bone and the Beautiful also hit a milestone. They, they got to bump up, too, uh, with their ratings. But, again, you know, if they bring up Susan Flannery in case John McClick is retiring, you know. But then there's always Young and the Rustlers, right? What can Young and the Rustlers do? I mean, they don't fall that hard, but what can they do to bring something back, some new new blood? That's what we always say, the new blood. I'm going to tell you right now. I'll tell you what it is. Let me tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. It's when you invest in the history of your show and also invest in the genre itself. Ladies and gentlemen, live on the phone, Colleen Zink. Okay, one day that will happen. But for right now, we're going to talk about Colleen Zink. Y'all thought that was a good one. So, hey, you never know. Hey, miracles can happen. The same with Colleen Zink coming on the show? Okay. I'm just saying, like, I, one day, I, I would love Colleen Zink to come on Soul Party. I can give you a ratings. I got it. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. This is, this is, this is last week's ratings. Actually, no. Young I got the last week. Actually, I got the last okay, go. week. So, so pretty much, like, everybody knows Cameron, that one pushed it up pretty much high when he came back a little bit. I think they gained, like, 200 or 300 something. At that time, so pretty much Warnar has been gained, has been averaging around 3.1. They even, I think, went down to like 3.0 million at one point. So with Conley Zink, the, the first week she appeared, I guess probably with the cliffhanger, I'm not sure, they gained 168,000, and now they're at 3.3 million. And then, shockingly, Thanksgiving week, we they gained an additional 120,000, which is now at 3.4. So all they have to do if they happen to gain yet another hundred thousand, that means they will officially be the highest rated since they were in I believe four or five years. And I gotta yeah. say that's incredible because with Cameron, that was only a gain for one week and then it was back down. This is showing they have gained a hundred thousand one week, actually nearly two hundred thousand because that's one hundred sixty-eight thousand. Yeah. Then they gained a hundred thousand yet again. So two consecutive weeks, and now they are at three point four million. So if they get another one, yep. they just got to beat three. They got to beat three point five, and they're officially higher rated than they had in four or five years, which is crazy to me. This is this is I, when we when we get through this, I'm going to tell you what I think happened as well. I mean, obviously one of the big factors is Colleen Zink, but there's something else that went along with it. Well, no, I'll just say I'll just say I'll just say right now. I keep saying we as soap fans, we have it good and we use it to our advantage and then it's the disadvantage, right? And social media plays a part of it. One of the reasons I think all of this is happening is Young and Russell didn't tell nobody anything. They didn't tell us about Colleen St. coming to the show. They did not tell us about J. Eddie Peck until literally the day of, of the episode. Also, you're crafting your talent. Not saying that no everybody on Young Russell is not talented. Granted, they are the best of the best. They really are. But when you craft a storyline, again, with history put into it, and it's allowing new viewers, new viewers, because that's the important part, is the new viewers like a Kim, a Daphne, a Jay, to understand why does this character matter? 
Why should I give a damn literally about this? And they were able to do it, especially this week. So let's get into it. Cole Howard is back because guess what? Claire kidnapped Nikki. You guys all know that. Had the girl in hostage with, with vodka as an IV. Lord, now Nikki's drinking again. She's drunk, y'all. She's drunk. Then, all of a sudden, everybody's trying to get in touch with Nikki because, allegedly, Nikki was supposed to go and see her sister, Casey, right? Who That's what I thought. I said, oh, my God, they're going to bring back Casey Reed, right? Okay. So, everybody was starting to question, where is Nikki at? So, somehow, some way, Claire goes ahead, and she gets Victor and Nick and Victoria, sorry, Adam, sorry, Abby, um, to, to the cabin, right? Okay, so they're all like, what's going on here? Like, you know, what, what's happening? So we get to meet on Jordan again, right? And she's like, oh, da 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 But before that, Cole comes in, and he's like, hello? And next thing you know, on Jordan whacks the crap out of him with a hammer. Oh, my God, I don't know what the hell is going on here. I'm thinking the man's dead. I don't know, because, you know, if you get hit with the head on the um, hammer, you're probably dead, right? Okay. So then, so then right, as, as everybody's coming in, Jordan's awkward saying, do you want something to drink? I have, I don't have tea. I don't have, I have bottle of water. Do you guys want bottle of water? So they're all drinking, guggle, guggle, and everything like that. So then that's when they, they're all talking, and that's when Claire comes in with Cole and Victoria and I'm like, Cole Howard? And that's when Claire had said said we couldn't we couldn't miss the family reunion. So Victoria and them arguing, that's when Claire said, Mother Right there. That's the moment. That was the moment, right? That was the moment. Okay. But then we're trying to get an explanation about what's going on. So Claire really believes that she's Victoria and Cole's daughter. Now, for those who don't know, we'll give you a history lesson. Many months ago in the, in the 90s, Victoria and Cole, they had a baby girl. Baby girl died, allegedly, okay? Now, we saw that in real time on the soap, okay? Keep that in mind. That did happen. That, that is true. So Victoria is like, Wait a minute, what? Like trying to understand the whole situation. And Claire is like, you left me. You, you didn't come back for me. And Victoria and Cole are like, that can't be possible. Well, Jordan sat down and explained the situation. First, she foremost, she blames the Newmans for her sister's death. Told you this. Because Eve Howard, who pretended that Cole was Victor's child, this is back in the 80s, okay? Eve was obsessed with Victor to the point she was going to kill Nikki on the wedding day. Uh-huh. She was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. She was Kristen Demir before Kristen Demir was even a thought. Okay? All right. So then <clears throat> Jordan tells, tells us that she swapped the baby. She said, and I should know because I did it. Apparently on one stormy night, there was a lot of babies born. And Jordan felt as though just to get back at the Newmans for what they did to her sister, to make them, make Victoria feel all the pain and the suffering. And so she swapped the baby. Claire did not know this. Claire was like, 
Well, she didn't say nothing, but Haley, your eyes told the whole story. She's like, mm-hmm. wait, what? Like, I, I don't understand. So they're all trying to figure out what the hell is going on. All of a sudden, they're like, we're getting out of here. You're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, not knowing Nikki's upstairs getting drunk off of vodka, right? Then Jordan's like, um, you're not going anywhere because you got 45 minutes to live because I poisoned your water bottle. So now we got the, the Newman clan all poisoned, including Howard. They're all stumbling because their, you know, functions are shutting down. Nick is like, screw this. Uh-uh. He launches at Jordan, right? Jordan has a knife. She slashes Nick. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. We saw Joshua Marvel shirtless. Ah! So he's, you know, bleeding and stuff. Claire doesn't know what to do. She's like, I'm sorry. I didn't know what was going on. I I didn't know what was going on. So long story short, Victor found Nikki. Claire was freaking out because now it's like, oh, crap, we're in trouble. The cops are called. Cole is going to go. They're all going to get tested, you know, get the antidote and stuff like that. But guess who's missing? Jordan, or so we thought. Homegirl's an event. And that, my friends, was the young, as the world turns, what I'm talking about, the young and the restless. This is the most, I'm going to be honest, a year ago, to, actually, it's funny, a year ago today, well, around this time, Young and Russell started picking up some some steam because they were gearing up for their, you know, they were in the midst of their 50th anniversary. And I said on this show, I said, just because you're celebrating an anniversary, you don't have to just do certain things just because it's your anniversary. You need to keep it going after your anniversary. I will say, Josh kept his promise about, even past the anniversary, he was going to bring people back that mattered to the show. He was going to do certain things. With this storyline in particular, it's a dark story. It really was dark, because look knows. This is his strength as a writer. He writes dark. But again, when you have the right actors to pull it off, that is how you do it. Because I'm going to tell you something. Melanie Thomas Scott, you fell for her. You may not like Nikki, but in this particular situation, you felt bad for her because she fell off the wagon again. You felt bad even though a lot of people don't like Victoria. You can't deny that Victoria was like, wait a minute, what? What the heck? And kind of confused because that was something that really targeted her, her life a little bit early on. You have Claire who's just like, okay, I was doing this because of this, but wait a minute, I was took, I was taken. And then you got Jordan. <laughs> but what I liked was everybody back home was asking, where's, where's Victor? Y'all see Victor? Y'all heard from Nick? Y'all from mm-hmm. Victoria? Nikki? Like, no, you didn't hear nothing? Like, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> like, nobody texted anybody. Like, Summer, Phyllis, did y'all know anything? So, to me, young Russell, you, you, you're doing good. I need the same energy continuing into the, ne- into the new year and go forth. Tia, 
What is your thoughts about the Newman, the Newman thingy? I can't even, I don't even know what the, the Newman, comment. the Newman Lake, the Newman Lake house hostage situation. Wait a minute, should I, wait a minute, should, it needs to be like a haunted, like a, a scary movie type, type title. Like, what is the Lake House, that is the name of what it is. Yeah, the Lake House, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, uh, in a Lake House. I've I got to first say, um, Joshua Marvel, um, I'm sorry that I won't mention your name here. You did the best you can with the material that was given to you. But um, I want to say Haley, Aaron, Connie, Bank, Melanie Scott, Amelia Holly, Eddie Peck, and Eric Braden. They really killed this stuff here. They did an amazing job. Um, Haley, Aaron, I thought she was good as Kiki, but I think she's really clearly probably having kids made her push her essence to another level because she was amazing. And then when I seen her real, like, mother at, like, I think the end of Monday episode. I rewind that scene so many times because it was so well done. And I just think the structure of her and Amelia's face is such great casting for mother and daughter when I'm looking at it. It's like they kind of just look the same. You can truly buy them as mother. Just how I think probably the way Haley is playing this role where it looks like mm-hmm. she could truly be the daughter. So for me, I'm like, if she's really naive to me, this story is a bit of a waste of time. I think... I think I would even agree with Haiti was even saying that even in the interest he was saying, so what would be the point of all that? That would actually have you more questions. You didn't stole the baby. Like, is any of that true? Then, like, that wouldn't really make much sense to me, especially since we have Eddie Peck sticking here a long time. I know you don't like this to say it, but I do have to bring up the Adam factor. To me, this would be some good karma because all this time for what we've been seeing in the past month, Victor, why don't you give up on your son? And he's like, I'm not going to give up on my son, move on past it. So now you are facing the same situation. Well, who cares what Claire went through? It's kind of like, hey, are you going to give up on her? She literally almost tried to kill your own family, your whole family. And to me, I don't care how she was brought up. That, that doesn't give you a reason to go kill the whole family. You could act out and act the fool and act like the bad guy. You could do that. It's a difference with acting bad and acting out of control versus I'm going to kill every single body in town because I was wrong. That That's that just a crazy nut. I, I can't defend that. Um, Nikki, I agree. I did feel bad for her. I think I mentioned that two weeks ago, and I said, man, I actually started to feel a little bit bad for Nikki. It hurt me to say that, but I had to admit it. And when she was crying because she's drinking and she can't even control it, I said, that's just so sad for this lady. Okay, I do have to actually call out all the Newmans, though. You mean to tell me... All of these Newmans are in the car. They see that this car is stopping in front of a lake house. No one is going to say, why the heck are we walking in this lake house? Where is this hospital at? I don't quite buy that. that that's the part I think i got to kind of suspend my belief a little bit. I'm like, all you fools walked up in this lake house and saying, and then we are getting, okay, what hospital she in? I'm not walking in no one house. My car is going to be sitting in front of this thing until you tell me where this hospital is. This is dumb as heck. We came all the way to this town we know nothing about to this lady we don't know, and we're going to take her word, although she cannot tell us what hospital this is. And that, 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 that makes zero sense, so I thought all of them was idiotic. At that point, now when it comes to the water, I don't know, I don't know how this water was made here, but for me, I have to hear the click in the water before I drink it. That's just me. If I don't feel that, the water is going in the trash. I don't care if it's in the water. I just feel something weird with it. So did none of these guys, did they all just feel the tap? Because I no, remember, little... remember they, she injected it. She, like, the top was was sealed tight. She injected, well, see, this, so is where, injected this is where, this is where, this is where you have to be, like, this is why I said that the, the creativity is 
she literally, I think that it was said that she injected, like, in the water bottle. She didn't open it because, again, who, come on, people are smart, like you just said. You can't put it in. No, if it's a, if it's a, if it's like a liquid or whatnot, you can, you can use a syringe and put it in and cover it up. Oh, what, then when I give a hold to the, oh, okay. Again, you can cover it up. It's a soap opera. (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah, but you, you can't, you can't cover it up. You actually you. can't do that, though. And I feel, this was, I, uh, I feel this was a disclaimer for drinking water. I've never seen no somebody drinking water. I said, come on, have we ever seen anyone drinking this healthy for water in the soap opera? All you guys stuff. General Hospital. Water, General Hospital. When they, remember they did the water when the water got toxic? Remember everybody was drinking water? Yeah, I said, come on Ooh. now. Everyone drinking that water good at the same time. I said, what's some idiots here? So I enjoyed the whole scene. I think my highlight actually from this was um I gotta okay. say, Mr. Victor Ms. Victor Newman, yeah. I gotta say I, why, I, I gotta say, I don't know why it made me laugh, but said, this is gonna be before the quote. When he was walking slowly up the, the stairs, I don't know why I was laughing. I said, dude, this looks like is he okay? <laughs> I said, it's so oh, he was drugged. And no, it was just so sad. I said that's so I want to get his little Nikki. He's just walking slowly. Like, I got to find my Nikki. And I actually, for the first time in decades, I voted for Nikki and Victor for, for, for a couple of the week because I just that was so nice and beautiful when he was walking. They better get Kim Cash. They better get Kim Cash. Somebody from well, there. Before you call, everybody needs Kim Cash. Well, you know what they voted? Well, you know, we'll wait till she gets there. Don't, don't spoil it yet, but it has to be somebody from here. She hasn't mentioned it yet. So somebody better get Kim Cash up in here. I agree with you. But I, I just felt so sad for the scene. And then also the scene where he pretty much said, you waited 40 years to come up with this story. Like, he's, to me, he's an audience what? member. You know what he's like when the audience said? Like, it's kind of like, I think Josh or whoever wrote this, they are acting like the audience here. When we say, this is so stupid. Y'all do this 30 years later to rewrite this stuff. And I think Victor was the audience like, yeah, 40 years later, I don't believe this nonsense. This, this lady is nuts. She's full of nonsense. This is a stupid storyline. That's how Victor is. Victor, like, this whole storyline is stupid. Just get me out of here. And then I think, obviously, the best quote of the week, I think we could all agree, is um, where she said, what about my art? Who the hell? Who can this? There's a bunch of crazy artists. I said, wait a minute. I was like this. Is that? I was like this. Okay, was anybody else? And I need, I'm going to need somebody to tweet Eric Brain in this. Because half of me thinks that was an ad lib. I really don't think that was in the script. I think that was an ad lib moment. You know, it just had me crying because the fact is, I loved it because the fact is, I'm watching this scene when she says, What about my art? In my head, I'm saying, Who the heck care about her? And then Because again, that's <laughs> been Claire's right. That's been you no. But think help. about it. Claire, Claire only knows on Jordan, so she yeah, doesn't yeah, like we, again. We sure don't. Yeah, we sure don't. Right. I mean, I felt, and then I was like, "Oh, girl." And again, Haley, girl. I, I mean, see, this is. Let me just not to cut you off to you, but I just want to say this. This is something that days you're having a you're, you're kind of having a problem with, but you're kind of not. Haley has been on Young and the Russells before. We all remember her as Abby, okay? For her to come in as a new character, I think some of us was a little worried. But can I just say this? This is how you play a different character. Because I can honestly say 
this girl has me shook, especially with her icy stare. And you're right. Her and Amelia, I need an ice queen stare off because I'm like, I'm here for it. I'm like, I'm here for it. Like. No, no, I was going to say, actually, to the story, I do think this was great because for me, anytime I could see a human Victoria, I sort of like it because I felt we got a human Victoria during when we got the whole Johnny reveal when I said Chelsea could have a good life. I'm seeing mm-hmm. Victoria all the way. I love anytime we see it. And I loved when it was just that moment where she said, can you look in her eyes, baby Eve is me. And I felt so black. I, even though she's trash, I did feel bad for her. You could see, I truly sort of believe. Victoria is looking in this lady's eyes. I believe 1% she did believe what she was saying. Or probably the way mm-hmm. it played it, she's literally looking at her like, I believe it. And then I enjoy, and I like that at the end, she was, and the, I think the part that got me the most is really when she's saying, okay, we got to figure out this story. We won't find out we die. Okay, I believe you. I'm sorry. You, you let us pay for it. Let's do it. Can you just give us the antidote? She does all that. She gives him the antidote. And then at the end of this whole segment, what happened? She's talking to uh, Cole, and then she's then Cole saying, "Do you think that's my daughter?" She said, "No, you know she died and all that." And you see her, and you see Claire in the background, like, "Wow, she really don't believe I'm Baby Eve." I thought Haley Aaron did a good job with like, "Wow, it just gave him the antidote and everything," and she still don't believe that I'm Baby Eve. Mm-hmm. But you're right, and I love, but I love that. See, I like, I would say, I love the realistically of the storyline because Victoria is like, "No, this is not Eve. I've been grieving Eve." For 30 years, yep. this is not yes. Eva. She's having a realistic reaction to anyone who, not because she didn't have a miscarriage. I know my baby died in the hospital. You cannot tell me I would, she has a grave or this. This is, this that, is my That turned her. That turned, like, I will say that I, I'm trying to think what's the next. I think the next holiday coming up is, well, obviously, does Christmas. And I know Younger the Russell's, uh, again, General Hospital, take notes. I like what they did for Thanksgiving by showing us a classic episode of Young and the Rustlers that fit current with the storyline because they talked about Eve Howard. They show you Cole and Victoria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can't hear you anymore, Candace. We're still talking, but let me just comment on this as well and say that I do think this storyline is good. I kind of hope it keeps going for this. I like that we still have more to sort of continue on. Like, I'm so intrigued by the storyline right now. And just, just, just to see the repercussions of everything and that Clea's getting arrested right now, and I like that Victor right now, he's set against this lady. He don't like her at all. I don't. I think it's going to be pretty much like, well, you don't set my son, so why should I accept Eve after which she almost killed the whole family? Why should I accept her at all? So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And I'm curious. I think Amelia Hanley did a great job. Haley Aaron did a good job. And, Cole was a little, you know, it looked like he kind of sort of believed that's his, his, um, his daughter. So I'm interested in it. And I will go to, since I'm waiting for Candace to come back, I will go to you, Kim. This storyline here was something. Oh, actually, I do will say one more thing. I am going to blame Young and the Restless for the fact that Victoria did not know she had a daughter because we always hear about Delia. We always hear about Cassie. No one has heard about Eve in literally 20 years. So I can't blame the fans for not knowing who she is, and even some of the writers, because they don't really mention it. I think this is this was breaking news to everyone that she's lost a child before. So I can't really blame the audience on this one. But, Kim, what is your thoughts on this storyline right now? You know, 
it's interesting that you say that because I didn't know about Eve. Like, I did not know. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, I was learning all kind of stuff in these episodes. And, I mean, first of all, everyone did a phenomenal job. All the actors and actresses, just phenomenal job. Um, And, I mean, this was really eye-opening to me and definitely one of my favorite storylines. Well, my, actually, not even one of my favorite storylines this week in soaps. And although I cannot stand <laughs> the Newmans, uh, mm-hmm. I, I love this year, but, you know, I just can't stand, you know, the Newmans or whatever in general. I mean, honestly, they all got my Kim Cares, including Claire. And this is mm. why. So with Claire, she was so oblivious. She didn't know, like, her and Jordan, like, kind of, she said, like, you let me to believe that this and that and the other. They didn't even want me and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, what difference does it make? She said, it makes a lot of difference, you know? Now, of course, granted, that did not justify everything that she did at all whatsoever to them. That was just horrible. And they liked her so much, they took her in. And they just, they really took to George, I mean, uh, to Claire, because Nikki was really fond of her. And so I'm like, okay, well, why in the world are you doing this to Nikki if this mm-hmm. is so-called, you know, Victoria's issue? Like, this is crazy. And slashing Nikki in the stomach and, and poisoning it. This is just horrific. <laughs> like I said, no matter how much I can, no, no matter what, you know, how high I feel or whatever about them, that was just, that was definitely it drew, they drew the line. Now, like I said, with the whole tequila thing, that definitely crossed the line for me, too. I was like, okay, you know, they she definitely didn't deserve all of that for sure. Um, but it's a whole torch of the poison and just explaining and stuff. And what you did to my sister and everything like that is payback. And I'm like, I'm with Victor. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you were just, you've gone mad. Mm-hmm. This is insane, you know? So, uh and, and, like, of course, Claire definitely needs to pay the consequences. She really does, no doubt. But now I'm wondering if they're going to get, like, a DNA test or whatever or if they're going to mm-hmm. agree to it, you know, if, if they're going to agree to it and if they're going to, if they're wondering. I, I think they're kind of curious. I think Victoria also is kind of a little bit curious, mm-hmm. too. But I think, I think in a preview, she was like, do you really think that? You know, it's, it could be our daughter. Like, mm-hmm. So I just don't know. You know, I'm really interested in it. And I, this is just great soapy stuff, y'all. And like I said, just kudos to everyone. This is just phenomenal writing and material and drama and storyline. And this whole Claire thing and the whole revealing stuff about everything, is it's just it's amazing. And I cannot wait to find out what happens with this. And like I said, all the Newmans there, including Claire, receive, well, according to her, she is Claire Newman, so I don't know, you know, but, you know, all of the Newmans pretty much, including Claire, received my Kim Cares. This was amazing, you all. And like I said, I learned, y'all know all of the history part of it as well. And I would definitely want to de- dive deeper into that whole story with, with, with Victoria and Cole, so like that, and um, and Eve, like, I want to know more. This was really intriguing to me. And is there going to be some kind of dynamic? How long is he going to stick around? You know, that's what I would, I have all these questions. Like, this is going to be, this is really good material. And I cannot wait for the storyline to continue. This is, this is phenomenal. This is the Newman story I like. 
Well, Jay, I know you've been kind of off with wine off for a bit and probably have some issues with these stories, but this one here, what was your thoughts on it? You know, this is a reminder of what soaps can do. I think we get so quick with used to complaining about the BS that we have to mm. endure every week on these soaps that, you know, we sometimes forget what amazing things they can do. And, you know, I heard, I like you said, I was, I've been in and I wired off for over a year now. Um, so, you know, this is how, this is how you do a storyline. You brought mm-hmm. this Claire on after Nikki's assistant, right? Or um, yep. woman something. Yep, correct. And yep. you know, and you didn't give it to us all at once. You slowly built a storyline with an actual payoff, which is so is not you know it doesn't happen a lot in soaps anymore. We actually have a genuine payoff that shocks us. Um, and. To add on, you know, actors who we loved, you know, I don't know who Colleen Zink is, but I know a lot of people enjoyed her on As World Turns, and I watched mm-hmm. clips of her online, and she's fantastic. Um, so to bring a big name soap star who, whose job was um, taken from her when the show got canceled, and then she still, you know, has a fan base, and um, mm-hmm. to to have her come on and, and, and you know trend and you know get people so excited to see her back to acting was a it was a smart strategic move on their part and to bring on this cold person who I have no knowledge of but you know I've been reading a lot about him and Victoria's relationship um, and to see you know the act, is that the original actor right yes uh-huh. Eddie Peck yeah yeah the, so they can actually do flashbacks for him if they wanted to just not had the time yep. Yeah, to have to have the original actor back is also a plus. So they did everything right with this storyline. So I don't have any complaints. My only thing I want to say is they have to stick with it. I do not need that is I need that to be Victoria's daughter. I do not need you know twists and turns and backflips and and, and and you know. Uh, you know, uh, flips and turns. Also, I need it to be as simple as possible because you are retconning stuff. And when you retcon a storyline, you don't want to add a bunch of BS along with it for us to understand. You had a good opportunity because a lot of us, like myself, was not around or uh, was mm-hmm. you know, babies when this whole stuff came out with Eve. And uh, I didn't even know about Eve until y'all told me about her uh, a few yeah. weeks ago when when. So I didn't know. I never knew Victoria had a stillborn daughter. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you know that was you know a, a good opportunity to to recon stuff because not only are fans not that you know knowledgeable of the situation, it was so vague back then. I'm understanding that they can do this recon yep. without changing. You know, because it wasn't years, a miscarriage, years, years. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's something that we could definitely, you know, sink our teeth into. So I'm I'm appreciative of that. But seeing it this week, I'm saying, and I think Tia says well, this has to be Victoria's daughter. I mean, please mm-hmm. do not change that because to me, they the way that they um the the, the potential 
you know, rivalry and, you know, drama with her being really Victoria's daughter, you know, that's DNA. You know, if this is mm-hmm. not her daughter, then, you know, Claire is irrelevant. I think that yeah. if, if this is truly Victoria and Cole's child, you know, Victoria, who's a mother, of course, is going to feel terrible that she was raised and brainwashed by this nutcase, um, mm-hmm. Auntie Jordan. And, you know, there's going to be such a motherly, I think that they could be really, they could really, they could really, you know, do a, a, a great storyline with these with these people. So, you know, I, I I'm excited, but I just I have to be real, you know, and say that I, I'm gonna be optimistic, but if they don't make this the true Eve, then it's it's gonna fall flat for me because I feel like, you know, then what's the point? Yeah, I, I agree. But I think I will say, although I think we could all agree that why not fiftieth it's better than G860 since we almost, but I think we can all agree with that. But I will say, I do think these storylines has been a little bit of an eye-opening as to why it is important to continue to tell fans about history and not miss a beat because I feel Mamie Johnson and this whole Eve storyline is the same thing. Like, Mamie, people are like, oh, why is Devon and them acting like that? I'm like, um, they haven't heard about, we haven't heard about Mamie in 20 years. Like, there's no way that you should currently be finding out, wow, Mamie and Jill really hated each other. They should have kept throwing seeds or even mentioning Mamie throughout the years. I feel Mamie has barely been mentioned. I think you mentioned it a while ago. Where was Mamie and Neil's funeral? Y'all telling me no one could have mentioned her and then at that funeral, somebody could have said, hey, guys, can y'all tell me who Mamie is, who everyone keeps mentioning? Like, you can't, I'm happy again that we bring all these old characters back, but I think it does stress the importance of mentioning these characters consistently because of all the characters who died, I think everyone who's coming in this show knows who Delia and Cassie is. It's because the show continues to mention that we hear Cassie every single year about how they can't believe they lost her and Delia. I mean, that literally changed Billy's character. And Chloe would mention Delia as well. So I think it does show the importance of continuing to remember these cast members. And, you know, I'm real fascinated as to where this storyline goes. And I think Cole and Cole and Victoria, that was a storyline I found out because I got a Young and the Restless book like a long time ago. And I said, what the heck? They they went on a run. They thought they were related. I said, I was confused to the point I actually thought they were related until I actually got the story explained a little bit more. So I actually really, I'm here for it. I'm happy they got Eddie Peck from here. Eddie Peck said he thanks the fans because the fans love for him and keep always mentioning him as what brought him back to the show because the fans never forgot about him. But it's going to be interesting to see how they can do the flashbacks here. I believe they can do the flashbacks, but just show his side and not have the time side. So I'm kind of here for that. But is there any other comments we have to say on Wanoa and talk show is acting crazy, so that's why Candace is not here. But is there any other words you have to say for Wanoa before I wrap up? Okay. Um, well, I would say I think tomorrow, GH... Uh, why no? I guess any shows that don't have their promos out will be putting their promos out today. The Emmys is, I believe, next Friday. I know who I'm rooting for in that category. The Soap Party Awards should be revealed soon. The nominees for that is what, and we're going to do best and worst. We just don't have an official date. As to what we're going to put that out, when it's coming to this week on Soaps, will Eric Party go up with a bang? Will he get up from being collapsed? Young and the rest is probably the Oh, oh my God. 
<laughs> she, she bad for that. Actually, let me do GH, okay? GH, uh, we got Pikeman revealed what, what happened here. Nicole, she doing a DNA test on herself where another switch happened or did she happen to grab the wrong toothbrush? Uh, of course. Young and the Restless, we got to stir the show. Can we get another? My thing is, can we get another 100,000 viewers so we can finally get the highest rate in the five years? That that would be kind of amazing. Let's game 100,000 three straight weeks to break some records here. I'm and that. Yeah, and can we get more of Claire and Art Jordan? And let's see how crazy this family becomes. But... That is all I have for Y&R, Bo, GH, Days, and yeah, that's all for me. Anything else before we officially leave one for tonight? No, thank you. Thanks for holding it down. All right. Bye, everyone. Have a great night and a great day. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Autumn means action at Borgata Casino Online, and new customers can sign up to receive a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 plus $20 in casino bonus with bonus code NJPA Borgata. Enjoy the exclusive games that MGM's Borgata in Atlantic City is famous for, and take your shot at the region's largest progressive jackpot, growing bigger by the minute. Download the app today and get a 100% deposit match and $20 in casino bonus with bonus code NJPA Borgata. Borgata Online and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BorgataOnline.com for T's and C's. 21 plus to wager. New Jersey and Pennsylvania only. New customers only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable site credit slash bonus bets unless otherwise provided in the applicable terms. Rewards subject to expiree. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.